Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. What up, Tony Bruno? You're now listening to the Fire Sports Radio Show. You're now tuned to the Tony Bruno Show. What you don't know about sports, Tony Bruno knows. Fire Sports Radio. Let's talk about today. Plays, news, headlines, and what's an outrage. What up, Wednesdays? We got hockey action, yo. Flyers, Phillies, Sixers, Eagles, Hall of Famers, come and go. Let's rob and get the corkscrew. Tim, tell Tony that he's my favorite sports NFL, bring the wood. MLB, step to the plate. Just like the NBA, we going hard in the paint. Million dollar voice, you heard him on John Madden. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. The moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Looking live. Good afternoon, everybody. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's my boy, uh, Chris Mad Dog Russo. A tribute to him on this free-for-all doubleheader simulcast 
you're not going to miss anything Friday show on the June, the final Friday of June, Robin. Do you realize that next weekend will be, actually next Thursday will be 4th of July. You know what that means, right? It means that this upcoming week, people will pretty much mail it in from Wednesday on. No. Well, yeah, because 4th of July is Thursday, which is really... It's really good for people who want to have a really, really, really long weekend because, as we've talked about many times on the show, a three-day weekend, not enough. A four-day weekend, not enough. How about (laughs) Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? So Wednesday's got to be included. Or do you tack on the Monday? We'll get the people's uh, responses today as we are underway on Twitch.tv, Bruno Nation Live. Thank you for all of our subscribers, all of you who are listening for the first time. All of you who want to know, where the hell have you been? We've been here for four months. Where have you been is a big question. Our loyal audience gathers around the radio, the crystal set, their VCRs, whatever they have, any kind of electronic device. Their Commodore 64s are plugged in right now. They're saying, Tony's back. And almost better than ever. And yesterday, of course, uh, we'll get into that. We got all kinds of great stuff today. Yes, we do. A lot of baseball. We got women's soccer. Soccer? I didn't even blank her is the question that I'll throw out there first to the folks. Oh, I mean, you soccer, go with the obvious. Isn't but... soccer offensive? I mean, soccer implies physical action here. In the English language. Exactly. So yes. I just wanted to make sure that that's not offensive all of a sudden, that the term soccer when it comes to women is not offensive. Because I'm part of the Me Too movement. I always say, hey, Me Too, whenever I see... Two chicks at the same time, man. Exactly. Anyway, quarterfinal action today, Robin. France and the USA. Who are you rooting for today? This one would be U.S. Gee, it took you that long to figure it out. No, no, no. I mean, I, I, I'm with you on that. If it's, if it's Holland, I have to vote for Holland. It's not a vote, Robin. This isn't the baseball all-star game. Root. Root for. Vote for Holland. Vote. Nobody votes in Holland. Nobody votes in America. I'm and thank you, uh, our walk-on music, you hear it. Whenever you hear that little blurp, that's called walk-up music. That's our subscribers and our followers joining us on our live stream chat. And we welcome all of you. We've got an amazing thing happening. Earlier this week, we did a simulcast with my boys Harry Mays and Aton Shander on their live show, which is on at the same time we are, over on 97.3 ESPN-FM. Right. And now today, it's been promoted all weekend, all the media sites... I found out last weekend, Gary Radnich, longtime radio icon, sports radio guy, obviously former, a guy from the Bay Area, in the Bay Area Sports Hall of Fame. Gary Radnich will be doing his final show today, and we will join it live right here. So I'm going to let Gary run that half hour. It used to be called, people called it, not me, I don't make those kinds of terms, the best half hour in local radio. But Gary, people dubbed it that. So Gary called me and said, hey, I want to be, I want Tony to be on as part of my final show on KNBR because for 17 years we were together. He was there for 28 years. I didn't call him and say, hey, Gary, you got to have me on your show. Gary called me and said, you know what? I'm making the decisions here. I'm I'm booking my final show on KNBR. I, I got the I got the uh, text message from the producers back on KNBR station, and they're like, "Yeah, Gary's booking it. We have no idea what's going on." <laughs> Even the producers don't know what's going on. They have. The, I think Gary gave them the rundown about ten minutes ago, and so we will call. Gary will run the show as we used to do, and because it's his show, 
it's his final day, so I'm going to allow him, which he always did. I'd call into a show, and then he would throw stuff at me. I'd throw it back, and then we'd have a half an hour of craziness, and hopefully it'll be fun. And it well, should be no fun. no doubt. I mean, well, Some people don't like fun, Robin. Some people want everything to be serious. Well, I, think that, I don't think I've ever encountered a moment between you and Gary that was not just you guys just riffing. Now, there were some shows. When there was a serious story, well, obviously we dealt with it. We always talked about sports. But we always had fun talking about sports. And if there was something heavy or complicated or something that required serious, logical attention, we would deal with those well, issues. Well, you both are good at that. So, yeah. Well, because we're old dudes and we understand, <laughs> you know, it's not just about yelling and screaming on the radio anymore. Not just old dudes can deal with <laughs> complicated, heavy stuff, Tony. Well, not anybody can, but I'm a mature, older man. I'm an active senior. I'm a senior, but I'm active. Like the guys on the uh, P- senior PGA Tour. Anyway, so the U.S. soccer game against France, 3 o'clock Eastern time. Of course, the French, obviously the Americans the are French. favorite. But the French are getting close. You know how you love that one breakthrough win? Yeah. And the French women's soccer team, they've been in the World Cup semifinals mm-hmm. 2011. They lost to the United States and Germany in that World Cup. And then in 2012... They were in the French women in the Olympic semifinals right. against Japan at Wembley Stadium. And so today, 3 o'clock in France, facing the home team. Will there be any home cooking for the French? And if there is, I hope they start with the escargot. And I hope maybe, you know, you got to have the nice little crostinis. Yes. What else? Uh, let's see. What else is totally French? There's a lot of great French. Yeah. French like onion a, soup. Like it's a, too hot for French onion a soup. A nice though. baguette with oh, some, you gotta have uh, a baguette. some brie. Some fromage. Yes, yeah, some uh, fromage. We may have to put out the table. Some we char- have to put out a spread here in the studio. Yeah, some, <laughs> some charcuterie, although you don't uh, like that. I right? don't like the charcuterie. Bring me, the, bring me your cheeses, not your meats, because yeah. it's too early in the day to do the meats and cheeses. And, of course, some French wine. You can't forget the French wine. I want to like that fondue. Give me a little no, fondue. That is not French. I know it is, but I want to make it French today. It's Swiss. Just put some Gruyere in there. Everything's French when you put Gruyere in there. Gruyere. Or maybe a nice grilled cheese sandwich, Gruyere, mm. and some uh, escargot. I have a can of snails. We may have to pop that open and have it. Now, if the French win, I may have to open some really special French champagne. Champagne. <laughs> no, Danny Gruyere is not going to be here. We're not going to do all kinds of stupid French stuff. Maybe some French kissing later if things get a little... Uh, maybe if we were in the Washington Nationals dug, dugout, we'd be doing that. We'll get to that in a second. But i got to get to the big baseball news, Robin. Forget the debates. The big story today is the starters' election. The Democrats are trying to figure out who their candidate's going to be in 2020, which is 16 months away, by the way, if you're scoring at home. And if you are, Congratulations. But baseball has been changing the way they put their all-star team together. Don't ask me to explain it. But I believe they're, not, they're using the popular vote and not the electoral college to determine who starts the baseball all-star game. So they, they, they counted up the votes. The fans voted. Uh, people voted online. They called a friend. They phoned a friend. They had a reality show built around it. And then all of a sudden they announced the starters. And uh, the Houston Astros have three guys on there. The Houston Astros, who are 2-9 and nine in their last 11 games, are leaking a little bit. But, obviously, they're a great team, and so they got three guys voted in. The game's going to be July 9th, Tuesday, Progressive Field in Cleveland. And the Cleveland Indians will have one candidate, Johan Santana, who was with the Phillies last year mm-hmm. and uh, didn't really do that well here. The people pretty much said, dude, what are you doing? 
So they he brought him back to Cleveland. He's on the team. No Phillies are on there. And I don't think they have that rule anymore, which is every team has to have at least one representative. And so we have the starters. And then on Sunday, Robin, the tension will build on Sunday afternoon when baseball gets together again and says, you need to watch us now because we're building a TV show around the reserves. The guys who will be put in and voted on. Another vote's coming up. They will get together. They'll go to, uh, I think they're going to go to The Hague in Switzerland to actually make this announcement. Actually, The, the Hague is right near, uh, near the, the Netherlands, right? It's in the Netherlands, not is near. Is it part of it? No, but yeah. isn't that at the top of the Netherlands? No, it's sort of middle on the in coast. In the middle of the coast of Netherlands? I've yeah. never been to The Hague, but I've always heard of it. I heard it's a good, they a good steakhouse there. <laughs> anyway, enough about that. So Sunday, we'll find out who the reserves are and the starting and the pitching staff. And I'm sure the uh, Aaron Nola, if, if they're going to pick one Philly, mm-hmm. it's probably going to be Aaron Nola. Even though, I mean, he's 6-2, and two, he's pitching well. But meanwhile, that's the All-Stars. But yesterday, and if we go on to a weekend, some big baseball, the Phillies, of course, and the Mets yesterday. And that was the game while we were going off the air. I was doing live play-by-play without the expressed written consent of Major League Baseball. But I wasn't showing the pictures. I was just doing live play-by-play when the Phillies had a one-nothing lead in the ninth. It, we, as we you were going gave on. everybody the theater of the mind. I uh, know, and I, I was doing basic play-by-play. Yes. No commentary. Just you know, here's the two-two. And so the Phillies had a one-nothing lead. Mm-hmm. Hector Neris comes in, blows the save. Right. Not only do the Mets tie it in the top of the ninth, they go ahead three to one. Right. And you're thinking, oh man, you know, it's they, done. Yeah, and then even though the Phillies had come back previously. The Mets, you know, they've been leading in these games. And the Phillies finally had a one nothing lead. And so Naris, who's been pitching a lot, blows the save. Right. Phillies go up to their last at bat, bottom of the ninth. And we're off the air one. by now. And right. we're, we're like, oh, well, you know, it's over. Everybody's commenting. Yeah, and, I, so- and I was doing the, oh, man, I can't believe they blew this game 3-1. And now, guess what? They're going to bring Dean. in Edwin Diaz. Well, and then Dean at the end of the show was like, ha. Oh, oh, the Phillies are going to lose, blah, yep, blah, yep, blah. Yep. And I'm, I'm not a homer. Well, I'm, I am. But I'm watching this game, and I was like, wow. And then I knew Edwin Diaz, who's been great. He was great in Seattle last year as the closer there. Mm-hmm. He's been okay, but the Mets haven't really been using him much. So they put him in in the ninth, and this guy throws gas in 100 miles an hour. He's really a damn good closer. Except nothing's damn good in New York with the Mets this year. It's been an absolute dumpster fire. To quote all those people who love dumpster fires, it is now used all the time. And if there is a dumpster fire in baseball, it is certainly the New York Metropolitans. So anyway, we get off the air, and I watch the rest of the game. And I'm thinking, oh, Edwin Diaz is going to come in and mow them down, and the Mets are going to find a way to come back and win a game and avoid the four-game sweep. But no, Phillies come up in the ninth, and you're thinking, man, what's going on? You know, ah. They get a guy on, they hit a home run. Actually, there's only one place to get the best reaction to how this game ended. you got to go to New York you got to go to WFAN, or I go to the Funhouse on Twitter, at Back After This. That's the actual name of the Twitter account. Back After, A-F-T-A, Back After This. And I'm not here to take shots at, even though he took shots at me my entire career when I was at ESPN and he was on, and he's a legend. Mike Frances is a legendary broadcaster, Hall of Famer. But yesterday, after I was doing the play-by-play here on this show, He's watching the Mets game, obviously, in his studio in New York while he's live on the air. Now, remember, he's, he's doing a radio show, yes. just like I am. And obviously, Mets fans, 
I don't know if they're in the radio in your car and you're watching the game or you're listening to a guy not even do play-by-play. So here is the thrilling conclusion of yesterday's New York Mets-Phillies game at Citizens Bank Park. Let's go live. Well, actually, this is plausibly live because it was yesterday in the ninth inning, bottom of the ninth, Citizens Bank Park. Here's Mike Francesa on the fan. Let me say this at 3-1. This is a save that if Diaz doesn't get, he might as well stay in Philadelphia. I mean, he might as well not even come back to City Field. If this isn't one, two, three, good morning, good afternoon, good night, then don't even don't even come home. How did he get on first base? Walk. He walked the leadoff batter. You see, that's what I'm talking about, Diaz. Don't even fool around here. You give up a home run, and this guy's killed the Mets. He has absolutely killed them. This game has to be the Mets. Case closed. Uh, I don't care about what you did last year. I don't care what you did in Seattle. I don't care about anything else. This game has got to be the Mets. It's tied. Oh, my God. It's tied. Ball's a home run. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Can't happen! Not in... You can't... There is no coming back from this for them if they lose this game. Segura hits a shot. Home run. Unbelievable! He's done. He's shot. Bullpen shot. Team shot. Manager's shot. The pitching strategist. Who the hell knows what he does in the first place? Hey, you know what? Just listen, let the Mets take the bus. Instead of coming north on a turnpike, send it south. Let the 69 Mets suit up tomorrow night. This is a disgrace. I, don't, I can't even believe it. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can't lose this game. <coughs> they stink so bad you can't even make it up. Oh, Tony, are you losing it? <laughs> I'm not losing it. Mike lost it. That was pretty funny, though. Was that not epic? Let the 69 Mets go out there and play the Braves this weekend. They shouldn't even be allowed back on the bus and back to New York to City Field. <laughs> the good job by back after this, editing that, because that was uh, including the beginning of the inning when they walked the first batter, Diaz, and then gave up the home run to the great Michael Franco to tie the game at three. And then still people said, oh, no, we're going to probably go even more extra. We're going to go extra innings again on a hot day. Everybody wanted to get out. It was getaway day. That was incredible. That was funny stuff. And it's all over the Internet. I'm not the first guy, and I'm not trying to rip anybody. It's not my style. Well, when you are somebody like Mike Francesa or Tony Bruno, for that matter. There's a Twitter can, feed dedicated right, to playing his you clips. Can, you, can, you can give him props. You Absolutely. Can and you can rip him. And you can rip... Tony Bruno, too. That's, I rip myself the all the time. That's the way it works. I have all kinds of people having accounts that rip me. That's fine, but it's all in good nature. This is good-natured fun. And people are saying, I thought Mike Francesa was a Yankees fan. He, even if he is, he's not on the Yankees station. He's on the Mets station, I think. 
I don't even know who's on anywhere in New York anymore. But I'll tell you what. There's only one guy who brings the heat better than Mike Francesa. And for people who don't think that baseball is something you can get incensed about, excited about, talking about hardball, talking about the bigs, talking about barreling the ball, which is the new hot thing this year. Barreling the ball, Robin. Barreling the ball. Barrel. Get the barrel on. CBS uh, 88WCBS is the uh, Met station. And the fan is the Yankee station now. But the guy who does the Yankees, Michael Kay, is on the competing station, the ESPN station. I know that much. I can't keep track. I can't even keep track of my career. You think I can keep track of what's going on in every market? And it changes. It seems like it's changing daily. Although, yes. the person who we will be playing next has been here for quite some time and isn't going oh, yeah. anywhere. In fact, this is his former partner. And you know I love me some Mad Dog Chris Russo on Mad Dog yes. Sirius XM Mad Dog Radio. Now, this wasn't yesterday in reaction to Mike because, you know, they haven't been a, together for a long time. Mike does his own thing. And Chris Russo does his own thing, former partners, legendary broadcast team. But this, I, I was looking for a, uh, and there's a lot of Chris Russo rants too, all over YouTube. We're going to go back. This is one of my favorites. And Chris Russo had a great point, not about the Mets sucking and about the 69 Mets should take the field instead of the current Mets at City Field against the Braves this weekend. Uh-huh. It's about baseball. And nobody is as passionate about baseball as Christopher Russo. Let's go back a couple of years for this epic rant from the Mad Dog. Should be steamed about this. This is ridiculous. Why? Because of FS1? TBS? I mean, geez. I mean, uh, they got garbage shuttles anyway. My God, what, TBS wants to have their part of the game leak into prime time so they can't start at 3 o'clock in Houston in game three? Nonsense! Who cares what TBS thinks? Put the game on so we all can watch it. Every part of the country. We go, you think Goodell would play his championship game at 3 a.m.? You think he would do that? Does championship Sunday in the NFL, the first big game, first game begin at 7, and then the Rams play at 10? No, it doesn't. Because the NFL controls the message. They control their television. They tell the networks what time a game is on. I understand that nobody else can play that game with the networks. The NFL can because of TV ratings. It makes it harder for the NBA and the NHL and baseball. But this is ridiculous. 2.25 a.m. And when it's convenient for baseball, they make the Dodger fan go to a day game and weekday in a postseason spot. Hey, we got to put the Cubs in prime time. Screw it. You play at 1 o'clock. They don't care. But when it's not, but when it's the other way, they're gonna give you. When they do do something stupid like this, they're gonna tell you, "Well, we want the Dodger fan to watch it at 6:09 on the West Coast." That's being you can't have it both ways. Cannot. Think about it. If you're a Milwaukee Brewer fan living in Wisconsin, you want to bet on it. It's 1:25 there. <laughs> School night. Jeez. Oh. You know, I'll tell you something else I screamed about here today. We'll do it again. How are the games on Saturday? Uh, at, at, explain. How are the two games, if we get them, Game 6 Houston, Game 7, and uh, Game 7 Milwaukee, which we could get? Why are those games on at 5 or in, five and 9? You know that? Did you know the times of those games? Red Sox play at 5, and the Brewers play Game 7 at 9.09 on Saturday night. All right, it's a Saturday night. I can deal with it a little later. 9.09. Ladies and gentlemen. It's a beautiful thing. Now those, that's some quality radio, TV, slash satellite radio ranting right there. 
That's passion. That's energy. That's what I love about Mad Dog Russo. Mike Francesa, not so much. Not because I don't respect his, his career, but the guy's a douchebag. Again, I hate to do that because I don't really criticize anybody that does this. Everybody who's successful that does this, yes. I don't take anything away from their route to success and the fact that they're legendary. But when a guy's a bad guy, yeah. the guy's a bad guy. <clears throat> Not because he was a bad guy to me. No, no, no. He's a bad, he's like a He was a bad to guy to people that he shouldn't even be thinking about being in the same league as. Like Mike Tirico. When he, when he, that's when I really lost respect know, for, for Mike Francesa. You always bring up that one incident that just kind of Because that's, that's where I saw yeah. what this guy was about. Francesa. Not Chris Russo. Chris Russo is a great guy. Great friend. Anytime I see him, we come up. Francesa, meanwhile... Ridiculous. So we're at this one of the Super Bowls, and Mike's there every year. I'm there every year. And I'm walking around with Mike Tirico one year. And we weren't on the air. We were just walking around saying hi to people. And Frances is sitting there at his desk, his throne. And, Frances, and Mike Tirico walks by to say hi. And Francesca looks at him like he's nobody. And, and I didn't want him to get up and hug him. Although I get up and hug Mike when I see him, I get up and hug all my friends every year. Yes, but when you big, you're a hugger. When you big time, Mike Tarico, and you're a guy who's obviously famous in New York and a legend. That's just that to me. That just shows you what he thinks of others. Because nobody should big time Mike Tarico. No. He's one of the nicest guys on earth. He's a great professional at what he does. The guy does every sport, and now you're going to big time. It's ridiculous. <sighs> anyway, enough about that. But wait, there's more baseball, Robin. This is a big weekend coming up. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens at City Field. The Braves and the Mets. And the Mets, we were just talking about, and you hear the anger in New York. They have now blown five straight games when they lead by two runs or more. And the bottom line is, they stink. And there are a lot of people saying this. You know, Mickey Calloway, the manager, has beleaguered all year. Boy, if it goes really bad this weekend, how much, bad, how much better can it get? They're playing the Braves, who are obviously an up-and-coming, showing everybody how good they are. They're in first place. They're four and a half games up on the Phillies, seven up on Washington. And, and you got the Braves coming in the city field, and the fans are obviously restless. And you know they'll be booing everything. You think they won't be booing Mickey Calloway up there? These fans, these fans were expecting a little bit better because it's not that the Mets roster is terrible. I mean, Conforto, Alonzo, that the McNeil guy, they got some good players. Edwin Diaz was an absolute lockdown closer last year in the American League. So I don't know what's going on. But as someone once said, I believe I said this many times on national radio, meet the Mets. Greet the Mets, suit on up, and just beat the Mets. They should change their theme song. And another, another thing that's happening. I'm not going to go on a Chris Russo rant, because I'm not this outraged about it. Chris is a New York guy. He and Mike are New York guys. They get outraged about New York stuff. I'm sort of, I'm, I'm not outraged. I just scratch my head at this one. Well, we got the big weekend series coming up in baseball. It's a Friday. You know, got some great matchups. The Braves and Mets, but the Yankees and Red Sox, who play each other a hundred times a year, some genius at Major League Baseball decided, hey, the NFL goes to London every year. All these other sports leagues are trying to tap into the European market. 
Let's say we go to a soccer stadium in London. Yeah. And then rip up the field. Yeah. And then put in a baseball field and then bring in and put up the outfield walls where center field is 350 feet away. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, 385 to dead center. Oh, yeah, the locals are going to love that. Well, they're going to love it because they're going to see 100 home runs. Maybe you know. Maybe the Brits love the long ball, too. I know they like warm beer and uh, they're not really good on dental care, but the Brits are going to go watch Yankees and Reds. And listen, they're two legendary franchises. And I'm sure they're... I don't know how the ticket sales are going, but I know that the people who are putting this game together like the volunteers and the people who are working, they have no idea about baseball. They're trying to train people what the game is about, and these are the people putting the game on. Now, I know that we have several people in England that listen to the show. If you guys are listening right now, I would be curious to find out how it's being marketed to the Brits. Like, what commercials are being played, and are you being inundated over there so that it's generating all this buzz, or are they just hoping people are going to... I am not... I, this is... Baseball's just trying to do what the other... The NBA is worldwide. Football... Right. You know, they go to London, and, and they get good crowds. But I would think... If they, if they weren't getting anybody to go to these NFL games in London, they would stop doing them. No, I know, but they had a huge marketing engine that went behind of course we broke the whole thing down on what they were doing with the field how they were and it's only going to be for two games they're going through all of this work to to make this field baseball ready for two games and then they're going to rip it up again and get ready back for soccer well here the swedish chef 2019 is saying they're telling fans that they don't have to throw balls back that go into the stands there's one, and then <laughs> then uh, T1J2M said, heard the stadium they're playing in is smaller than one of the players' high school fields. Yeah, that's what I said. They don't have the, it's, it's not, the, the stadium is not one of those multi-purpose ones where you push back the seats. It was constructed for soccer only. Right. And you can play NFL football in a soccer only field. Correct. But you can't play baseball because it's, there's no way to move the, the lower seats. Right. They don't, like in, in NBA arenas or hockey arenas, you know, when they play basketball, they move the, the boards are still there, mm-hmm. but they put seats in front of yeah. it around the court yeah, and they make it smaller. You can't make it wider. And in some <laughs> football stadiums, multi-purpose ones, you can push back sections, mm-hmm. you know, for concerts and stuff. And those seats get pulled out for football to be closer to yeah. the uh, actual field. But this one, I don't, I don't get it. It would have been I better. don't get it. It would have been better if they'd done it on a... Now, will I watch? I'm curious. Of course I'm going to watch and see what it looks like. But I don't get, just like Chris Russo went off on, well, you know, baseball's trying to tell people what to do. Baseball's <laughs> trying to tell people when to start baseball games at late at night when they're trying to get young people back into the game or into the game, not back into the game. AJ in San Antonio says, if, uh, if baseball <laughs> sends Joe West to call these games, we might lose Britain as an ally, Tony. You're right about that. <laughs> yeah, no Joe West, no Angel Hernandez. Do not allow those two guys over there. You can send them over there and just go send them in a pub somewhere and tell them to watch the game and make the calls from the bar. Okay, like when yeah. somebody hits a home run, that's somebody hits a 400-foot blast, and it's deep into the seats. <laughs> a whole 400 feet. It's unbelievable. I mean, who thought this was a great idea? Well, and here's another and I wanna, question. And I've been questioning question. this for a long time, so it's not like it's after the fact. Because right, no, no. after the fact, Monday people will be bitching about this. I guarantee you. Here's another question. With all the recent uh, fans being hit with balls, now that it's so much closer, are they going to have netting all the way around? No, those will be outfield. Those people don't get hurt. They got gloves but, out there. But, but Robin, don't you understand exit velocity? Tony. When a ball hits into the seats, 
400 feet away, even though the exit velocity off the bat is fast. Don't you understand physics and science? Yes, I do. This is about science Brits on the show. are not used to looking up in the air and trying to catch things out of midair because none of their sports are they all, do that. No, no. Are they all on the phone like we are here? Yes. I really haven't paid. No, they're too busy chanting and chanting oh, no, no, profanity no. and I'm singing. I'm telling you, and, this is... I, Brits are not used to having to, to, to pay attention to that kind of stuff. They pay attention to sports because they're watching soccer. Yes. They're all into it. But, you ever see a soccer crowd? They're into the game. Yes, but they're, they're not, not sitting used- there behind home plate texting their friends and waving when they know the camera's oh, on them. Oh, I bet you they are. Jeez, Robin. And especially the women. <laughs> the women are going to be texting. The Philadelphia Eagles are Super Bowl champions. It's about damn time. The training camp hasn't Scrapple even opened Joe, yet. Joe, you are late. You exactly. are late to the game. The but hell is going you, on out there? Thank you for joining us. Anyway, that's my baseball rant for the day. But there was one uh, funny thing that happened in baseball last night. Funny, depending on how. Not funny to me too, as Allen Iverson once said. It's a little interesting. It's funny to me too. So you got you know teams are playing better now. Obviously, you look at the the Tampa Bay Rays just went through a mess. You know they almost got swept by Minnesota last night, and then they they used eight relievers in that game. The Rays should I call them the Rays or the X Rays? Because they haven't really, the, the Montreal thing hasn't happened yet. But I'm always going to, I will, from here for, here to four. Here to four. I will refer to the, I used to call them the Devil Rays. I'm going to call them the Tampa Bay X-Rays. <laughs> E-X-R-A-Y-S. Not just X, like when you go to the doctor and you got to get your groin checked out. So you got Tampa Bay, and they're doing something interesting this weekend. Not just playing baseball. So they avoid the sweep. They use eight relievers. And today they called up the former fourth overall pick in the 2017 draft from Louisville, Brendan McKay. Brendan McKay has been called up. He is a two-way player. No, it's not about Pride Month or anything about that. No. He will be actually be used as a starting pitcher, which he did in college. But he was also a DH. So... Obviously, they're in the American League. Right. They were, they were trying to use him as a first baseman, but they want him to focus on pitching because he's a good pitcher. Mm-hmm. But in Tampa, because they're in the American League, they're going to let him start. So he's scheduled to start Saturday's game for your Tampa Bay X-Rays against the Texas Rangers, who have heated up now. So it's, it's amazing because Houston's in a slump right now. They, they've lost, as I mentioned, two of their two and nine in their last 11 games. And now the red-hot Texas Rangers are going to take on the Tampa Bay Rays this weekend. And, of course, they call up this, uh, this Brendan McKay dude. And people down in Louisville know exactly how good this kid is. So we got that going on this weekend. But last night, for those of you who may not have been paying close attention to the games like I do, you may have been watching the Democrats debate. I'm watching sports. Max Scherzer is heading this weekend into Detroit. The Nationals are red hot. Scherzer's been amazing. I mean, there's nobody pitching better than Max Scherzer in the month of, in the month of June. In fact, he has a chance to get one more win and go 6-0 in the month of June when he's scheduled to start Sunday in Detroit against the Tigers, who, oh, by the way, this just in, are not good. In fact, more people will be watching the Rocket Mortgage Open in Detroit in the PGA Tour than probably will be watching the Detroit Tigers this weekend. So anyway... So you got that, Max Scherzer and the Braves heading into Detroit. But last night, the Nationals won again behind Max Scherzer. 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 Say that. The Nationals have won eight of their last ten games, Robin. They swept the Marlins down in Miami. 
The Marlins are dead cold. They've lost 11 of their last 13 at home. Remember, they swept the Phillies last weekend here in Philly, and now the Phillies are in Miami. In fact, I got word last night, and this is breaking news that you will not hear anywhere else. Phillies went into Miami after they swept the Mets yesterday, took the plane, went down to Miami, and they'll start the series tonight in Miami against a team that's playing really poorly at home, yet swept the Phillies last weekend up here. But when the word came out late yesterday afternoon about the baseball all-star starters election, and no Phillies were on, Gabe Kapler, according to my sources on South Beach, was ejected from a bar after he challenged the results of the MLB election. He wants to go to replay, and he wants to figure out why no Phillies made the starting rotation. Joe West ran into the bar, started singing country songs. Everybody got the hell out of there and said, enough of this crap. I am pissed off. Thank you, Harry. That that line felt better when I thought about it earlier today. (laughs) You like it, Gabe Kapler gets... Remember, he was ejected twice in a four-game span over the weekend, Robin. I don't have comedy writers. I do this on my own. We've got Rocket Mortgage Open Action. They're checking the Chads in Florida right now. And the Jeremy's and the Scotties, and what are some of the other uh, popular names right now, Robin, for all the young pitchers? Guys in their 20s now. There's a lot of similar names. Brad. Bradley. Bradley. Cooper. Cooper. Not Bradley Cooper, but both. You can use it. You can use Cooper as a first name, Bradley, Chad. I'm looking for people to give me some names. Did the curveball machine have his back? Yeah, they're checking the votes in Florida. I believe they're going to take this to the Supreme Court to find out why the Phillies don't have a starter on the uh, National League All-Star team. This is the first year where I really had no idea. I remember back in the good old days, Robin. I know your old man yells at clouds. But I remember when you used to go to the ballpark and Gillette would sponsor the All-Star and they'd give you the ballot where you would punch out the little holes. Right. And you'd sit around and you'd punch out your favorite yes. players. And then you get all those little stupid little chads, chads all over the place. But it was cool though because every now and then you'd have a hanging chad. Yeah, but I had that happen too. Luckily, I have medication for that, and it burns a lot. But hey, you got to do what you got to yeah, do. You know, as gotta, Charlie Manuel, gotta take care of those chads. As Charlie Manuel once said, "What it is, what it is." Exactly. <laughs> Clayton, Bryson, Aiden is another big name right now, Robin. Yes, Aiden. Aiden Aiden's my, big. Yes, thank you, uh, TJ. My, um, uh, my nephew. Exactly. No, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of popular names. And you check out all these dudes, especially the white dudes, the Major League Baseball players. Now, Tony, as Falcon 39 has a question, why doesn't the why why don't MLB have universal DH? Because they, they're, they're talking doesn't? about it. The American League brought in the DH as a gimmick years ago. What was it? So the gimmick. Explain it to me. What was Robin, wrong? It's been it's been around for fifty years. No, no, no. I'm like I'm a, so so the gimmick was they feel that like the National League and American League had separate umpires. Uh-huh. Were, and they're still separate leagues, but now right. the umpires has become, become unified. So there's right. no longer American League umpires and National League umpires. The American League has instituted the DH, the designated hitter, so that big fat older guys. Who is you know can keep jobs because they don't want the like, pitcher to hit? Maybe we're talking about Joe West. Just no, no, Joe West is an umpire. I'm talking about players, oh, not oh, umpires. Players. Okay. So you get a guy who's a player. He can't run out in the field anymore. Okay. You know, maybe he plays first base, but you got like six but first basemen. He's still baseman. popular. He's not that he's popular. He has a job. They wanted to protect more jobs. 
which is good. If I ran for president, I would guarantee that there would be cuts, that I would eliminate the designated hitter. But that's just me. I'm an old-school guy. The National League doesn't want it, even though the pitchers don't hit. This kid who's going to start for the Tampa Bay Rays tomorrow is a good-hitting pitcher. But since everybody that focuses on one position now, except when they're young, you know, kids, when they start out, they play, they pitch, they play first base, they play outfield. It's like Bugs Bunny on the teams. First base, Bugs Bunny. Second base, Bugs Bunny. Now, Delco Tommy says the DH is a joke, eliminated a shitload of strategy. Don't use the bad words, Robin, just because people say it. Anyway, so they've been trying to force the National League with this whole, and if you look at the games now, the National League scores a gazillion runs, too. It used to be back in the day, the American League wanted to get a little heads up because they were the junior circuit. And the National League is the senior circuit. And so they wanted to make the games a little more fancy. And they wanted to basically take strategy away from managers who don't have to worry about the pitchers coming up next in the next inning, so i got to make a double switch. Basically, managers can sleep in the dugout during an American League game. Gotcha. Because they don't have to worry about... Yeah. They have a DH in there. He hits in the, in the pitcher's position because the pitcher doesn't hit in the American League. And so now there's like this pressure on the National League should also have the DH. That would employ a lot of guys who sit on benches right now yeah. and never get into games anyway. Some people think it's exciting to me. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Are DHs better than pitchers? Yeah, for the most part. But I like the strategy. I do too. <clears throat> of having a pitcher go out there and have to lay a bunt down. Or a pitcher slaps a ball into the gap yeah. and makes it exciting. They're not all automatic outs. And, and by the way... There's plenty of runs being scored in both leagues this year. Just check the score, scoreboard every night. It's not like the National League, they got a lot of 2-1 games. Everybody's crushing the baseball. They're barreling the ball at record numbers this year, Robin. So why do we need a stinking DH? Why do we even need managers? Why not just have a rope? Why not just put a machine in the dugout? Like Gabe Kapler. It was like everybody using play-by-numbers, paint-by-numbers, managed-by-numbers. We have a sports and robots yes, update Yes, we do. Later. Well, we have everything on the show, Robin. We have everything. But yes, uh, I, I, so you're saying that you think the DH should be gone completely. Yeah, I mean, if the American, American League wants to keep it, keep it. But don't force the National League to go use the same rules. Agreed. I don't want the universe. I don't want universal health care. I'm, I'm Medicare for me, not for the guy. And I'm not even running for president. By the way, as someone who has Medicare now because I'm over the age of 65, uh-huh. is it good? Better than no health insurance. Yes. But guess what, people? Just a, just a word to the wise, because I'm, I guess this isn't about politics. This is about trying to make people understand that Medicare, for the people who are over 65, who work their entire lives and paid into it, they should get it, absolutely. About everybody else, let the politicians decide that. But I have Medicare, and I lost a lot of do- I had to keep finding doctors. You still do. Well, now, on Medicaid, before I got Medicare... No doctors were taking new patients. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't even find a doctor under Medicaid. Yeah. But now Medicare, I have choices of good doctors. But the problem is, if I want to go to my good doctor and I want to get checked out, I got to wait two months. At least. I had to get it. I wanted to get checked out for a high level of PSA, which men should check every year as part of their prostate health. And I've been doing it for 15 years. So I'm not one of these guys who never had a prostate exam, never had a PSA blood test. This is a PSA to get your PSA checked. Exactly right. This is my PSA public service and prostate service announcement. 
Get your prostate checked, gentlemen. Yes. It so, is important. So anyway, I go to my urologist, who's a great doctor who I hadn't seen in a couple of years, and I had to wait two months just to see him in his office. Then when I finally see him, he says, I need you to go get an MRI because I don't want to do another prostate biopsy where they ram a thing in you and start pulling pieces out of a prostate, which is the size of a walnut. So they, and you know we went, we went through it together in L.A., Robin. I mean, you didn't feel the pain, but you know you felt my pain. And it's not a pleasant thing, but if you have to do it, you do it. So yes. I did it once, and now a lot of doctors are saying, if you've already done a prostate biopsy, you really shouldn't do one again. So now my, I just get the phone call yesterday from my doctor, who took me two weeks to see, two months to see, and then another month after he said, go get your uh, prostate MRI and check your groin while you're down there. So I did two MRIs at the same time. Not as pleasurable as... Two checks at the same time. So I get it done, and two hours in the tube, and I get the results. And he said, well, the MRI shows that your PSA is high, and you're almost at concern levels of cancer. So what I'm... This is on the voicemail. Yeah. He says, you're at three... There's one, two, which is no problem. There's three, which is in the middle. It's questionable. I'm, I'm, in the, I'm, not, I'm not on the IL yet. No, but now he says, I recommend another prostate biopsy. And, I don't, I, you know, again, if I have to do it, I have to do it. But you're not looking forward to it. It's an outrage. Yes, yeah, And I, how long am I going to wait for that? You know, that's the thing. I'm not worried about dying of prostate cancer because I get checked. You know, it's not like I don't know what's going no, on because I've been, I've been, I've been, Paying, do, I've been paying attention every year to get a physical, get blood work done. That's what you do. That's how they find a lot of these things. And so when you get over 50, they said, check your PSA. And when you get blood work done as part of a regular physical, you just say, your doctor says, hey, get, if you're a man, make sure you get your PSA. It's just another half a vial of blood. They're going to go through all these tests anyway. I get the whole thing. I get the undercarriage wash. I get the fresh, fresh car smell put in. I get a little tree they hang on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They hang down there. I get everything done. I want the works. I'm not going for the basic car wash. When I go into the doctor, I get the vacuuming. I get the sump pump. I change the oil. Wax on, wax on. Wax on. (laughs) The waxing part is your favorite. Wax on and then whack off, I think, is what they say now. Ah. They've they've upgraded from the old. uh, Anyway, let's get back to the business. So that's my tip of the day for the Medicare for all crowds. If you think it's slow now. If everybody had Medicare, and I'm not saying everybody shouldn't get Medicare. I don't care about that stuff. That's not up to me to decide. I'm just giving you my knowledge of how Medicare works right now, which is government health care. And you're going to be waiting a long, long time just for basic stuff. I'm not talking about, like, getting a new kidney or all those other things. So that's anyway. That's Anyway, we were talking about the DH. So how do we get from the DH to prostates? Well, most of these guys are old, and they know they probably should get their prize. And by the way, while they're waiting for their next at bat, and the manager's sitting there next to him saying, hey, I don't have to do anything. It's just plug-and-play baseball. I just put out the lineup card, pick the fat guy who's going to be the DH today who can't play first base anymore, and then boom, go out and play ball. Let's play ball now. So anyway. (laughs) See, it's not about changing topics on this show. It's about relating things, and then we get back to eventually. It's which like we circle. have. It's like you, you go in a circle. You're yeah, constantly it's like, going in circles. It's like being on an airplane and you think you're going to land, and then the pilot comes on and says, uh, Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have uh, heavy traffic on the ramps. Uh, we've been asked to circle for another two and a half hours 
before we can get, and then so, you land and you get to, and then so oh. that's the heavy traffic that's going on in Tony's brain. Right. And then so all of a sudden Tony's you circles. get final clearance, Clarence, and you get the final, and you hear the ding, ding, ding. Yes, that means seatbelts. Not that we started our final because they ding, ding, ding you when they say we have started our final approach. <laughs> yes. Right. We yes, have started yes. our approach into so and so airport, and then all of a sudden you're waiting there, and you're like, dude. We're like 25 minutes away from landing, and you're telling me now i got to make sure my trade table's up? I always have my seatbelt on. What's the vector, Victor? And then you finally get clearance to land, and then you land, and then they tell you, oh, you're sitting in line because there's not an open gate. That's what getting a prostate exam feels like sometimes if you have to wait for months to get it. And don't call me Shirley. Yes, I like movies about gladiators, and I always remain seated. Tony, we have a, a uh, comment from Dean. Oh, on the phone lines? On the phone Let's lines. Let's think about the phone number. 215-462-TONY. It's a free-for-all Friday. 215-462-8669. If you're listening, you're watching on Twitch.tv. Remember, in about 40 minutes from now, Robin, <clears throat> we yes. will go live to San Francisco. I need to pay attention to that, too. Do, See, I'm all over this stuff. I, I got the clocks. I got everything here. I got... I feel like I'm a mission control. We do, we need, we do need one of those big studio clocks, though. I have that on the wish list, by the way. That's the Amazon one of those wish It's got to be digital because yes. nobody can know. See, I prefer digital clocks. Yeah. But I also, I can read a regular clock. But anyway, clock. on the wish list, I have a digital clock, a nice studio clock. That Does would... it say, oh, I want one of those on-the-air things, too? <laughs> and then when you turn the mics off, the yeah, on-the-air light goes off. off so we know not to curse. But it doesn't matter on the show no, because we matter. can curse. But um, Dean is on the phone right now. Do we need to answer his call? Yeah, yeah. Dean, you're live. Tony, how you doing, Robin? Beautiful, man. Have you had your PSA oh. checked lately, Dean? Yeah, I had it done when I was 50, and they said everything looked great seeing 10 years. 10 years? You don't get your yeah. prostate checked every 10 years. You get your, uh, colon, you you get your colonoscopy every, after 50 every five years or 10 years, but well, not PSA. Excuse me, not prostate colonoscopy. But, yeah, I have that checked, too. But, listen, Tony, let me ask you a question. Yes. Wait, wait, Dean, before, before, I, before you start to keep talking, do you have your computer on at the same time? Because we're hearing an echo. No. Okay. Just checking. Maybe I'm just in a bad spot. Where are you? Are you in the house or are you outside? I'm in, I'm in the house. You must be in a bad spot, Maybe. man. You're echoing. Let, let, let me move outside, then. Is it hot and humid still down there? What's the weather in the Tampa Bay Clearwater area right now? Well, as soon as I walk outside, I'm going to be dripping in sweat. It's about damn time you got outside, got off your ass off the couch, and got outside and enjoyed the fresh air. All right, now listen. Let me ask you a question. There it is. That's a little bit better right there. Go ahead. Let me ask you a question. Did you have sex within 30 hours of this test? No, I did that once before, and that's when I went. That's Years ago I did it. And then I went and got the PSA test, and then it was really elevated. Yeah. And then the doctor says, well, did you have the same question? Did you have sex within 48 hours before? And I said, yeah, I had it like 10 minutes before. And he said, well, that changes the results. We're going to do another exactly. one. We're going to do another one. But this time, try, if you can, to refrain from sexual contact. Do not have sexual relations with that woman at least three days before. And I tried, and I tried, and I tried, and I did it, and then the level went down. But now I understand the rules. When you do it every year, Dean, you know the rules. 
You know what I'm saying? No, no, I was just curious because I, I, I know that's what happens. It gets elevated if you do have sex. And I thought maybe, you know, that's what happened in this case. Everything gets elevated when you have sex. Absolutely. Even loving an elevator. That's even a double elevation sensation. You know what I'm saying? All right, well, listen, Robin. Robin, <laughs> next time Tony has to have a PSA test and you have to refrain from sex for him in three days, just call me. I'm available. Right, get out of here. I'll kill you, man. Get out. Why, get thank out. you. Thank you so much for your concern. Yeah, I'm sure your wife is sitting there nodding, saying, yeah. No, his wife's in work, and he's sitting at home watching CNBC to find out what the stock market's doing. Ridiculous, man. So nice of him. Hey, I want to go. I, I actually, whoops. Oh, the phones, the phones are ringing. Phones are I think ringing. the Wonder Pets are active today, too. They, whenever the phone rings, you know what happens. The Wonder Pets get active, Robin. What up, Aerosmith? What up? <laughs> All right, so we're, we're, we're having fun here today. We got, there's one more baseball thing I want to get to, though. Keep the call on hold because I want to play this and finish out. I want to wrap up this extensive almost one-hour baseball segment. You want to talk about breaking down. We gave you a little soccer talk there, too. And we'll keep you up to date on the soccer game once it gets underway at 3 p.m. Eastern. We'll have a a bunch of updates, too, including a forget-about-horse-racing update. We've got the new rage that should be taking over this nation story. Plus, we'll have a... There's only one thing shorter than a man with a fancy car. That's a man with a fancy car... Well, I'll give you the late, late, later on. It's a tip, and it's not just for a second. Now, did we want to do this next video before we go to the Yes, phones? because this is the baseball segment. Okay. So I mentioned the Nationals are playing well, right? I mentioned the whole Max Scherzer thing, 5-0 and in June. He pitches on Sunday against the Tigers, hoping to go 6-0. and They sweep the Marlins, but last night, they won again last night, the Washington Nationals. They're pretty hot. So I looked at the box score, and I wanted to see, you know, who, was, who had a big night. And you figure... Guys, you know, get carried. One of their teammates hit home runs, and they're hitting four home runs a night, it seems, the Nationals now, like everybody else. So there was a scene in the Nationals dugout last night which sort of piqued my interest. Not because I care what men do with other men. I mean, it's Pride Month, after all. So I wanted to see what Brian Dozier, the second baseman of the Nationals, did. Because, you know, you see guys jump up and down. They pour. This was during the game. So this wasn't an after-the-game celebration or after-a-home-run celebration. Right. I wanted to see if Brian Dozier had hit a home run. He went two for four. Two hits, no RBIs, you know, no runs scored. So he didn't have a particularly big night at the plate. His teammates were playing well. So he comes into the dugout, and then this is what happened. Hopefully you can see this on Twitch TV. If not, I'll explain it. Now, are there announcers talking during this thing? Uh, no, I think it's just music. All right, this is a, this is Brian Dozier in the in the dugout now. There's a guy standing up, and then he decides to and bend down like tra- behind. It might be a trainer. Yeah, it's or not something. another player. Yeah, no, it's not another player. It might be a trainer. Or- it could be the athletic trainer. It's not an umpire. It wasn't Joe West. No. Although, if you look closely at the man with the street clothes behind him, he seems to have. He seems to be a little excited if you pay attention down to the nether regions. And then this will make this even more creepy and more inexplicable as to what exactly is going on here. He definitely has something in his pocket. He either has a cup on <laughs> or he's got his boner on. Let's go to the tape. Season, to to 40 40 
He's getting his butt smacked. He's like doing a, he's frittaging. He's rubbing his butt. Now he did bring it down the thighs a little bit. And so the Washington Nationals, Brian Dozier, and again, men can do whatever. I'm not, I just don't know what's going on here. I know what it looks like. And then the ass slaps. And then the guy behind him, the guy behind him was like slapping that ass. Now I've seen that in the clubs. No, the player was not bend over. He no, wasn't playing. He wasn't active last down. night. But like, I'm letting it play over and over yes. so everybody can really, really enjoy this. <laughs> now, the other player that's sitting next, I can't quite tell who it is. It's just the side of his face just for a second. But he's obviously laughing hysterically. So th- I, this is an inside joke of some kind. Well, yeah. I mean, no clothing was removed. They weren't playing any, like, uh, it would have been better. You know what would have been better, Robin, if it was playing in the background? This song. And it goes a little something like this. Why don't I hear it now, Robin? I don't know. Have you turned up, mister? I'm, I'm all the way up, so to speak. I'm sort of like uh, Brian Dozier and the guy standing behind him. It says it's playing. <laughs> so you thought- didn't have me turned on, Robin. I did, but I had you muted. I hate to do it to you. The volume was up, but the mute was on. Boom, 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 boom. That's not the song I wanted. Oh, oh, so can we do a double bump, bumpy bump, one for both you and me? Well, because I looked for a song, but it was the wrong version. This is the version I wanted. Ah. This is what they were doing in the Washington Nationals dugout. Give me a little of that R. Kelly right now. M. Lewis 5150. See, now, I think this is just, this is, these are guys having fun. Of course they are. I'm not trying to make anything up. I'm not doing gay jokes and no homo jokes. It was funny. I just didn't know what the bit was. If I can get a Nationals fan to call in at 215-462-TONY, maybe I get F.P. Santangelo, who does the Nationals games, while his son is producing out in San Francisco at KNBR. Who who I'm in correspondence with. Um, Can we we go to the phones really quick? No, no, I want to get this in here. This is what they were doing. Maybe they had this playing in the background, you know? Well, the reason, Tony, there's actually a reason that I want to go to Trevor right now and talk on the phone because I want to make sure that this is this echoing thing is not going All right. to reoccur. You're, gonna, you're blowing the whole mojo here, I'm Robin. I'm sorry to blow the I mojo. I'm trying to play a little bump I, and grind, and there's nothing. I see nothing wrong but we, with bump and grind. No, there is not anything wrong with bump and grind, no matter who is doing it, even if it's just a joke. But... We have an important phone call in half an hour, and I want to make sure that there's no echoes going on because I'm okay. going to have to fix it before that happens. All right, let's go to the phone. Wait, is this breaking news, or are you just checking the phone lines? I'm just checking the phone lines, but Trevor's on the phone, so we might as well bring uh, but him yeah, in but, 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 but again, you stopped down my bump and grind segment, and that basically brought it to a, an absolute halt. Crashed it. You're telling me when to stop something and finish a bit, and then you're going to rip me for not finishing something and going back to something else? Yes, because... I'm trying to play a little damn bump and grind. Do you see Trevor? anything wrong with bump and grind? Trevor, Trevor? Do, you, do you hear what I have to go through? Golly. I love that bump and grind. Can we get that at LA Fitness later tonight? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We're coming back. Tonight, there'll be a lot of bumping and grinding. And a lot of it will do will be men and men, but that's fine. And it'll be men and women, women and men, couples only, you know, whatever you want. We'll do that on the late night we're show. Tonight too, some lady on lady. What's that? Huh? Trev, repeat that again. We're gonna get two chicks at the same time tonight as well. Well, that's it. Always happens on a Friday night. Now, what's the matter with you? Haven't you been following this show? 
I have been following this show, and also there may be a big spin class tonight. I've been told so. There may be I'm a lot for some two chicks at the same time action as well. So you're going to be working tonight at the LA Fitness up there in, uh, in New Canaan, Connecticut. Norwalk, Connecticut. Yeah, I got Norwalk. Work. I'm, I'm doing sorry. four to eight shifts. Then I'm doing the spin the spin class after. What time's the spin class this tonight? Eight o'clock. But we were on at ten, and the spin class was going on last week pretty late. You were yeah, trying to get those Wednesday, people out. You. No, was that a when? No, that was Friday night. No, I called you on a Wednesday last week. You didn't call in last Friday night when we were doing the Into the Night show for the first time. At no, that... I was I was at the bar with some homies. I didn't want to be that guy calling in at the bar, you know. Oh, okay. Ah. Were you doing any bumping and grinding in there? I had one chick tell me, what the fuck are you wearing? Why no, are you no, wearing come on now. You don't have to say. We know that when you have that kind of language in bars, it usually leads to brawls. Miss Robin and I saw a brawl last night, and we were at Chick-fil-A, for God's sake. Yeah, actually, I have video that, to show everybody. It was crazy. Robin could have posted this and made money and put it well, on. Uh, I think I still might. <laughs> you know where you can send this, and it'll get a lot of million views. TMZ? World Star. <laughs> World Star, exactly oh, World right. Star. You put it on World Star. Maybe some TMZ. You put it on those sites because people love these fights. They love these fights. And then Barstool Smitty, too. Barstool Smitty here in Philly, he would love this video. I don't like that stuff because I was trying to break up the fight. And then Robin and a bunch of other people start taking out out cameras. And I hate when people – and I don't want to get involved – but I want to help to try to calm the situation down because that's why – Tony, you were trying to break it up. So so really quick, uh, two women – at Chick-fil-A, one... We're sitting down, literally yeah. 10 feet away from this. And there's a woman in line waiting for her, waiting to order. And there was a woman behind her with another child and another woman. And they got in front of the other woman. And the woman said something like, hey, why are you cutting in front of me? And nothing really bad happened. They were right. just like, looks. And then I got this gut feeling. I said, I hope this doesn't escalate. Well, no. So, so the woman who got in front and cut in line was only getting her because the drink was mixed up. So she was just doing a uh, drink exchange. But she didn't cut in front of anybody. No, because the woman that was, that was right there at the counter said, go ahead. I know that you're just doing that. Well, the woman that was behind her was the woman who was upset that this chick was getting in front didn't and and like they all tried to explain look I'm just exchanging my drink I'm not actually ordering right and she did not want to have any so of that. nothing really happened and then except well, they, they looked at each other and said something and then I said I, I couldn't hear what they were saying well then the words started to escalate and then the woman um, the woman with the child and the other woman got their food and then as they were walking out, they said something back right. to that other woman who was still waiting, and then they started attacking yeah. that one and, woman, and, and it was ugly hair was, pulling. And then, and then, so then the, so the, the woman Sounds was, like my last time I was in Xfinity Live for the Eagles-Bears game. Yeah, it's, it usually happens there, too, yes. So the woman that was still in line starts, uh, goes over and just starts wailing on the woman that was ready to leave, grabs her hair, and then that woman's boyfriend. Who was sitting at us in the sitting, seated area without the woman right. who was waiting for the drink to be changed to the right one. He comes over and he tries to separate them, not violently. He's just like, and the the, the one chick had the other chick's hair. And he was yelling, let go of her hair, let go of her hair. And then he's like, I'm... And then I went over there, not to... I I was just saying, hey, guys, stop. I was just trying to stop it. And then the guy who was trying to help his girlfriend get out of the hair pulling thing... He keeps saying, I don't want to hit a woman. And then the one of the women was trying to hit him too. And he says, I don't want to hit woman. I don't want to hit, but stop doing this, the guy was saying. And then 
they, they're pulling each other's hair, and then it finally ends, and then the women who are pulling the hair finally go away. They go outside, and all of a sudden, another guy comes in, takes his shirt off, and goes after the yeah. boyfriend. And literally, this wasn't funny, man. This no. was scary. Yeah, it was and really And he's scary. beating this guy into the corner, and we thought he was dead. Yeah, it knocked Literally, he was knocked out cold. Knocked him out cold, and there's, like, blood coming from the side of his head, and it kind of looked like it was coming out of his ear. Yeah, this wasn't just a cat fight. No. This got really, really ugly. And when this when the guy came in... This sounds like a Donnybrook between Todd but. Todd Fedorik and Ty Domi. No, no, this was this, this wasn't up. a hockey fight. This was scary, man. This was really scary. You know, scary. when you see fake stuff on TV and you see violence, there's something that to see. Yeah. That's the difference with me and a lot of people. When I see real violence, it bothers me. When I see stuff on TV like movies and the people are fighting, shooting each other, I know that's not real. But when you see real violence up close and you're not expecting it. It's not pleasant to look at. I don't sit there and laugh, and because a lot of times you see people videoing and laughing. Yeah, no. I wanted to stop this no. thing, but I didn't want to get involved and have somebody beat me up. And by the way, the guy who ran in was carrying. No, that not that guy, but the other guy. There was another guy that came in. Like we were, Tony and I were kind of stuck where we were, and so when the guy came in, both of us were like, "Okay, where can we hide if this guy has a gun?" Um, then he takes his shirt off. He starts beating up on the dude. And then another guy comes up, and he clearly was carrying a gun. You could see it. Yeah, but, but I don't, you was, don't know when everybody's carrying. But, but so he, you're down there close to the situation. Some guy comes running in and takes his shirt off yeah. and starts beating a guy up. You're not going to get involved there. No. Because if that guy has a gun and he pulls it out, you're going to die for trying yes. to break up a but stupid second, fight in a Chick-fil-A. The second guy that came in who was carrying had a baby in his arms. And I think, thank God he did, because... He had the wherewithal not to do anything with a baby in his arms. And then once the guy was out cold, the second dude said, uh, because by then the manager was shouting, Cop, the cops are on their way. They're going to be here any second. And he's like, we got to get out of here now. And then yeah, we have it on tape. Robin was taping it. I was, yeah. I was trying to break up the fight. I wasn't there laughing and saying, yeah, go ahead, do no. it. You know, when I see these videos and people are laughing and making a joke out of it, that means that they're totally desensitized to violence. And I have a beef to, I will call out these two guys. I know they're not cops, but. They no, were, there were two PPA they were guys. PPA guys, big, big guys. These were not like little tiny people. Mm -hmm. They were big guys. They and they didn't want to get involved. They did not even lift a finger. They were laughing. They were laughing. That's a shame. Yeah, they it's, it's a shame to see that, man. I mean, people are so so tightly wound nowadays. You're in line in a stinking Chick-fil-A of all places where everybody's friendly, where the service is great, and then somebody cuts in front of somebody and it leads to a full-out brawl? It was not funny it, it's, at all. It's, it's not it funny. It's, it's really it, – it bothers me. It, it, it gets Should to I my play? gut. Should I play the video? No, don't play it now. We'll, okay. we'll play it tonight. Okay. We'll play it tonight. It'll, it'll be a good end of the save night. Save it for the end of the night show. We're going to exactly. save it for end of the night. It's just sad to see this stuff, man. And no. it's not about race and it's not about any of this other stuff. Well, it's just about people who are, are, are triggered. There's people who just can't deal – with any kind of interference or they can't react as human beings well, to one another. And then the other problem that I saw was that there were several police officers that came. There was one police officer in particular that did nothing to defuse the situation. He was actually making it worse. Yeah, he's yelling at the woman who was the victim. Yeah. And because no, she was so upset. When I say victim, she was the one who was definitely – there were three people she was beating not the her one, up. Yeah, she did not start it. She didn't – Well, no, she, she precipitated it yeah. by saying something. Oh, yeah. If she doesn't say anything, nothing happens. Yeah, she was – Especially after the women leave, after they get their food, they leave, mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. and then they both said something to each other, yeah. and that's what escalated it. You just move on. It's just, just it's really, really, really troubling to see that. And it just doesn't just happen in this one place, no. the Chick Fil A here in South Philly. It's happening every day. People have short fuses. They they they, re, they react violently to everything. It's not about somebody cuts in front of you. You shouldn't be fighting over it. Yeah. I say go right ahead. And go you know, right ahead. And now, to me, like the 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 quote unquote victim, she was by no means a innocent bystander. Innocent bystander. No, but when I say but, victim, but, but, she's the one that took the brunt of the not, beat she down. Did, she did not start. She, she was beat. She had, was th- had three people yeah. beating on she her. She did not lay a hand. And I'm on doing this as it. an objective person yes. who's watching this happen right before my eyes. But she she would verbally she was not innocent at all. But no, physically. because she was so upset when the yeah. police arrived. The police were screaming oh. at her. Oh, it was it was and crazy. she was out of control. Yeah. She saw her boyfriend almost get killed. Yeah. And so. That you, you can't put yourself in her position because the adrenaline. Yeah, she was all pumped up. So she up. felt that the cops took forever to get there, which they did, and that's what's happening now around America. Yeah. Police can't respond everywhere. You know, it was ten minutes, and that's an area where this. You know, you would think a cop would arrive in no time. I know. It wasn't and then an like ambulance they, comes in, it and so it wasn't like there was a lot of traffic around there. So anyway, it's just ugly to see that stuff. I don't like to see it. I rarely see that kind of it. violence. I hate to see it too. No, seriously, when you see it, and when you see a real fight. It's, it bothers me. Brendy85, all over a woman exchanging her drink, it, that's what it started from. Obviously, there's a lot of hotheads that they don't need a lot of excuse to become nasty. And yeah, then, they were both wrong. Both yeah, women both were wrong. wrong. But I'm saying the one woman bare the brunt of it. Right. And she was mad. because, And then her boyfriend, after he's finally resuscitated and they're covering up the blood, he's, he's still angry. And he goes to the counter and says, can I get some water or something? Yeah. And the manager there, and the managers are normally great. The manager turned on the I guy. Actually, I actually found out that the management has changed. Our people that we knew there for a long time, mm-hmm. he left. He left because of that manager, actually. Wow. Anyway, I'm not gonna, it's not about so, blaming anybody. I, they I, have it on video. Yeah. The bottom line is this. Nobody's going to be arrested. Nobody's going to be held accountable. Well, they did. There was they a woman a, out in the Yeah, she's got, a, she's got a license plate yeah. number. You think the police, you know the one thing that I learned this when my scooter was stolen? The police hate writing up reports. If they're not there to break something up, and this was way after everything ended, they don't like to write. Nobody likes to write paperwork. Well, then they, they have to sit down and take numbers and names and stuff. That's the part of policing that police officers hate because you're not really policing. You're that's trying also to get the worst thing about doing a gym too, doing paperwork. Exactly. No, especially police. You want to sit down after you get to a place and everything, all hell's broken loose, and now all you're trying to do is put it together and figure out. You know, who did it? Who's the person? Where's They have video cameras everywhere. So there's video of this. And not just the people shooting it in the restaurant, but they have overhead cameras everywhere now. So th- whether they get an arrest on this, I don't know how you, who you blame, what you do. Bottom line is, this is uh, it, was, it was ugly. I, I, I wanted to go out and get a Chick-fil-A sandwich and a, and a damn we glass of lemonade. It. And we had, we had frozen foods in the back of the car. That's right. Like, I had to go get some calamad for and, the table. And then because I, like, there were several people that were videotaping, but they all hightailed it out of there. Oh, yeah. The police oh, yeah. It was scary, man. So I was, I was actually trying to help the guy that was wounded because he was trying to get up. And yeah, I, I thought, not, literally thought he would. I walked over yeah. to the corner after the other guys ran out. 
And I, he wasn't moving nah, a muscle. Nah. And, so, and I'm thinking, this guy wow. may be dead. I, like, threw my phone at Tony, and I start helping the, the woman. She's so upset. She's, like, trying to pull on him, going, baby, baby, don't, you know, t- say something, say something, say something. I'm like, ma'am, ma'am, don't touch him, because who knows what's going on. Yeah. Stay down there. And so then I was, like, trying to check his breathing and see what was going on. And um, by, by then, police arrived. And they found out that I had a video, so then I had to give the video. I exactly. Mean, was, oh, so anyway, that, that's that's the it's it's something that nobody likes to see. Unfortunately, some people like to see it, and when it happens, yeah. they're cheering and they're videotaping it and getting giddily yeah, laughing. Yeah, they're laughing. It's like this and isn't this funny. Is, no. How is it funny to watch people beat each other up in a public place? It was awful. It was awful, and uh, thank God the the man. Regain consciousness, and uh, the, the paramedics were there, and yeah, it gets, hopefully yeah. he doesn't have. So I, I didn't want to but... bring the show down to this. I was trying to play some bump and grind, and then we got into a Chick Fil A <laughs> brawl in South Philadelphia story. But on the flip side, our frozen on foods side, that were the, on the flip side, <laughs> the frozen foods that were in the back of the car, they were in one of those uh, Costco freezer bags. Yep, everything stayed. Yeah. Everything absolutely nice, and it was so, ninety-five degrees out. So. So we a- went to the supermarket first, got frozen foods, and then we go into Chick-fil-A. And, this, and then we're basically, by the time we left the supermarket and got home, it was over an hour later, and we had frozen stuff, chicken. And the chicken was fresh, though, at least, not frozen. Not previously frozen, either. I hate when they put that on fish. Previously frozen. I don't want previously frozen. If it's previously frozen and then it's defrosted and then you're selling it as previously frozen, that means it's going to be mushy when you cook it, right? Unless you cook it right away. It's an outrage. And the sandwich was good, yeah, by the way. Yes, I got... We always get the same thing, the Chick-fil-A Deluxe, no American cheese, but we get the, the Colby Jack, right, Robin? Correct. Now... And uh, Robin gets 16 Chick-fil-A sauces. Because they're delicious. Not one, not two, not no. three, not four, not five. 16. <laughs> and, and my, my Bantam bagel survived. Everything that was in the car survived. Because we didn't do anything in the car. It was a, by the way, speaking of people who have peculiar eating habits... We'll have a, I believe I found Miss Robin's prior boyfriend. And I have photographic what? evidence, ladies and gentlemen, Say to present what? to you today on this program. Miss Robin's boyfriend. I'll give you a hint. He was spotted last night at a minor league baseball game. And I will play the tape for you today. Now, I just got an update, Tony Bruno, from uh, <laughs> FP Jr. Yes. Um, they will be calling in with Gary. So for the simulcast at 11.25 a.m. Pacific. So that will wow, be Wow, I'm getting nervous, actually. I'm nervous for this. So in 10 minutes. So um, I got Trevor, the waffle fries, of course. That's the only fries they have. At, as uh, soon as Trevor uh, hangs up the phone, we're not going to take any more phone calls until after the Gary <laughs> segment. Just let everybody know. Tony, I can't wait for this Gary segment, and um, I'm going to say this. I was down in Philly for yesterday's Phillies game, seeing the Mets fans cry and leave, knowing that they've officially have canceled the season. It's great. So, yeah, but I mean, it's, you know Phillies what? Fans Listen, fans are fans. Next weekend. Hip, uh, rap is rap. Hip-hop is hip-hop. Fans are fans. And nothing against the Mets fans. You know, they go out one, they want to see their team win, too. And, you know, they saw their oh, team yeah. with a 3-1 lead with Edwin Diaz going to the bottom of the ninth, and they thought they were going to win the game. That's, all fans would do that. Who wouldn't think you were going to win the game if you're the Mets? That's, that, you know, that's, that's what fans are excited. They're thinking, we're going to get swept in four games? No, and then they, they're hearts ripped out. 
Now, you know, in, in sports rivalry terms, that's fun. But, you know, there's people have to oh, yeah. drive all the way to New York, pay all those tolls, go on the damn turnpike, pay to get out of New Jersey. I mean, there's a lot of strife, strife right there if you're a... <laughs> so, I can't wait for the segment, Tony. I got to get going. All right, thank you, Dan. Over here. All right, man. No let problem. us know what happens if you got any good... Uh, what is uh, cycle, soul cycling action tonight at the L.A. Fitness? I'll, I'll let you guys know tonight. I want, I want tape. I want video proof of the 12 to 6 ratio, the 2 to 1 female to male soul cycling late night action. I want to see videotape because that's the only way you can prove anything. Beautiful. All righty. Thank you, Trevor. There he is, ladies and gentlemen, up there in Connecticut where the UConn will be back in the Big East, but not until 2020. So it won't be this coming season this fall. It'll be the 2020 season, right before the election. Anyway, I know I can't read that one. That's just a little too rough. By the way, Ted Williams, back to sports. Delco Tommy says, back to sports. Ted Williams' head was previously frozen as well, as you know. Isn't it still frozen? I I think it's still cryogenically sealed. I believe it is. I I may have to go to my cryo lab and find out what's going on later on. Meanwhile, let's get back to the action here. Before we go on, one of the other big stories, of course, uh, if you tune into ESPN.com, it's the only story that seems to matter. NBA free agency. We are still not allowed to do anything until Sunday, even though you just had a draft where you drafted guys that you really didn't want because the other team wanted that guy, and then he wore your hat, and now he's got to wear another hat. And so Sunday it starts. The Lakers apparently, according to Woj today, and Whenever Woj says something, Adrian Wojnarowski at ESPN, I listen because nobody, nobody in basketball has better sources or nail stuff faster and more accurately than this guy. A lot of people throw stuff against the wall. Woj doesn't throw stuff against the wall. So the Lakers apparently ship three guys no one's ever heard of to the Washington Wizards so that they can clear up their maximum cap space for ultimate spending pleasure of $32 million. Don't ask me to tell you who these guys are. I don't know who they are. Laker fans don't know who they are. And again, I'm not knocking these individuals. This is just doing their job. They got drafted. They're basketball players. But I literally, and I'm not talking about guys that people should know. You know, unless you're an NBA fantasy geek and you know like 13 men deep and you know the G League players, the three guys that they sent cleared up cap space. So now the Lakers have $32 million to go spending like crazy. Like drunken sailors, which I always thought was a bad thing to say, Robin. Why is it that it's always drunken sailors when people say that they throw their money away? I don't know. I don't think drunken sailors would sell... Well, I mean, they buy more booze. But not all of them do. And not every sailor is drunken. You know who throws more money away than drunken sailors? The United States government. And it's our money. Drunken sailors aren't throwing away my money. They're throwing away their money. The government's throwing away all of our money. That's why I will not refer to them spending. That's one of those old things that people still say that shouldn't, that's offensive to me. Right? They're, they're, they're out there spending money like drunken sailors. Stupid money. Like the Phillies spend. You know what I'm saying? Now, the other big story is Kawhi. We know everybody wants Kawhi. But now the Toronto Raptors have said it. They know he's going to be wooed, wined and dined. He's going to make all the trips, get all the booze, the food, the chicks, whatever he needs. But the Toronto Raptors say they, they, will, give, they will give Kawhi the final pitch. And Kawhi's agreed to it. So he's going to go out there and you know, check out the landscape, 
go to all these different cities and get all the fan bases excited that he may want to play here. If he comes to Philly, there'll be all kinds of rumors over the weekend about, oh, he was here in this neighborhood looking for schools for his kids. And then all the talking heads and all the bloggers who are obsessed with the Sixers and the processes and all the other stuff. Should be processes, by the way. Processes. They're going to say, Kawhi, he was on the main line looking at mansions. He's coming to Philadelphia. And then the Laker fan, oh, man, he was on Hollywood Boulevard. We love it. Kawhi's coming to L.A., but wait, is he going to the Clippers or is he going to the Lakers? That's how it works, and that's fun. But to me, I'll wait till Sunday night when it's all starting to calm down. Wild speculation is not what we do here. You know what I'm saying? And yes, uh, TJ, TJ, T, T1J2M says, it's wild that the Lakers actually have three players on their roster. <laughs> exactly. And now the Lakers apparently want to go back to get the guy D'Angelo Russell that they had before. So that's what happens. Meanwhile, we'll keep you up to date on this stuff. We have updates to go on, and we're still now what? Five minutes away, Robin? Five minutes away. I'm getting butterflies now. I know you. I have no because we don't. We didn't plan for the segment, so I we could talk about stuff that I plan to talk about on the show. We oh, could talk have, about baseball. I have a feeling. Are we going to talk about the San Francisco Giants baseball team? No, I have a feeling that. It's Are we going to talk be... Warriors free agency? We know Kevin Durant's not going to leave. I mean, he's not going to stay. This is what I predict. I predict that there's going to be a lot of walking down memory lane. And, and great knowledge, by the way. One of the things that is, is, has, was a trademark of this segment for 17 years on KNBR was good knowledge being dropped. In fact, it went from good knowledge, and then we upgraded to great knowledge, and then we took it up to the next level eventually to phenomenal knowledge. Phenomenal. So we started with good knowledge, uh-huh. great knowledge, phenomenal knowledge. Can you go any higher than phenomenal knowledge, Robin? Um, superior knowledge? Is superior, but no, phenomenal is almost like extraterrestrial. Superior is not better than phenomenal. I agree. What's better than phenomenal? Other than Jim Rome saying it. When Jim Rome says phenomenal, then you know it's probably primo. But to me, primo is not better than phenomenal, Robin. Phenomenal is the best. And you know me, I know the best words. And you know many words. And I know many <laughs> words, and I know the best words. And it's, that, you can, and that you, know, you can trust. You know how I know? <laughs> how? Because there's a photograph uh, that you have holding a mug that says exactly that. Exactly. It's my, it's my avatar on my, is that what they call it? Uh, your, your profile pic. My profile pic on my Twitter page, at Tony Bruno Show. My Instagram also, Robin, it's not just at Tony Bruno That's Show. That's true. What is the Instagram address? I know, because I can't freaking get a hold of Tony of Instagram to change it, because we own Tony Bruno Show as well, but it's Tony Bruno Show 1. 1, there's no underscores or any of that no, stuff, right? No, it's 1. So on Instagram, it's Tony Bruno Show 1, just the number 1, yes. not O-N-E. But that's not hard. I, I, when people do underscores and then 16 letters and stuff, that's harder to figure out. It's at Tony Bruno Show 1 on Instagram, at Tony Bruno Show on Twitter, the Facebook action... We got multiple Facebook pages, my original one, the fan page, and now there's the Bruno Nation Live right, Facebook page. Right, but I haven't page. really done anything with it yet. So All right, so I just got it so that nobody else would get it. <laughs> by the way, Primo was killed by De Niro in the movie called The Fan, as you remember. That was a sports-related movie. Remember that? It was an obsessed gambling degenerate. Yes, and they took him, he took him hostage. and 
I only remember all the specifics. I just know it was a De Niro sports movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It wasn't actually a mob movie for once. But anyway, we're waiting to go live in San Francisco. We'll keep an eye on, uh, and when we come back, we're going to have all kinds of great updates, including if you're a car racing fan or if you like fast cars. You're going to love this story, or you're going to hate this story. I, 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 but I think most people are going to laugh at this story. And plus, before we go, let me play the last baseball-related video. Did you, uh, did you get it, Robin? I sent it to you. It's, I believe, last night, ladies and gentlemen, doing all the massive research that this show requires every single day for at least four hours before the show, and, of course, the night b- before the show, right after we sign off every afternoon, the process never ends here. And our process actually works because we find the, the choicest, the best, the meatiest, all of the great stuff that you hear every day on the show. It's not just let's fall out of bed and try to slop something together to get through three hours. It's like let's fall out of bed, slop a lot of stuff together to make sure it's a quality three hours of broadcasting excellence. It's fast cars, baby. It's fast cars. Unfortunately, sometimes fast cars are good. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Exactly. We're doing the, the, the video. video of the, the baseball, right? It's the guy who I believe, ladies and gentlemen, this is Robin Austin's former boyfriend. I've been trying to figure out where this guy was. And we found him last night in Memphis, Tennessee at a baseball game. And Miss Robin is apparently learned her skills from this individual, let's go to the tape before we go to San Francisco. Why can't I hear him? Now, this is a man with a tank top. Doesn't sound like there's any audio. With a, gig- with a gigantic container of mayonnaise. I'm not talking about your little Hellman's jar. I'm not talking about the tiny ones. I'm not talking about the regular ones. We don't need to hear the audio. You have to, you have to see this. This is at the Memphis... Redbirds game oh, last night, Rob. Okay, I even I would be a little. Dude's got a beard. He pulls out his phone. He's standing there, and it's like a handle of mayonnaise. Do you see the size of the mayonnaise jug? And yeah. He's putting a spoon into it and actually eating mayonnaise. That's Costco size. Let let. Does anybody want to see that again? Let's watch. Let's go back to the tape in the slow motion here. Guy's on his phone. He's at the Memphis Redbirks minor league game. And last it looks night. like it's warm out there, so that's warm mayonnaise. Oh, even I have to go. No, no, at no. At least he didn't do the whole. He was like licking it off the spoon. Ugh. Now, seriously, Robin cannot have anything without mayonnaise. This guy may be the guy that actually addicted her to putting mayonnaise no. on French fries, on everything hamburgers, hot dogs, cheese sandwiches. Del- Sirloin. Delco Tommy Five. Hey, I'm gagging here. <laughs> How yeah. warm is that? Well, that's why I don't eat like uh, egg salad, uh, potato salad, especially in the summertime. People make these salads and they have to put mayo in it, right? And then they put it outside on a picnic table. It's 100 degrees. There's flies all over it. There's fly larvae in there. Maggots will be appearing any moment. And then people eat that crap. This guy's got a gigantic jug of mayonnaise and a baseball game. It does. Dean is like, this wasn't last night. This was over a week ago. You know what? It doesn't matter when. It I was. didn't it's see it. Gross. I thought it was last night. So relax, Dean. It's you come. You come into my house. Wherever it was, it was recently. It's not like ten years old. No. I wonder if that guy's still alive after eating all that mayonnaise. Ugh. And seriously, why would you, do they sell that at the Memphis Redbird games? And it has a handle on it. You know what? I 
this is this is some kind of a stunt. I'm sure. This and guy's was, just trying to get hits on the. Because look at how he posed. You know, he's stretched. and he's got a foot. Takes the phone well, out. I yeah. Out. So I'm. I have a feeling that this was like some kind of a stunt, for whatever. Trying and, to make himself look like a redneck and wearing a tank not, top. There was not really mayonnaise in there. Where was he eating ice cream? Whatever it was, he pulled it off because I. I, I and a lot of people probably thought the same thing. So we're getting ready, ladies and gentlemen. In a few moments, we will be going live. I feel like the Walenda Walk over Times Square in New York. In the big build, they do like a two-hour build-up before they go on the high wire and walk across Times Square. It's beautiful, man. Heat plus mayo is the best. There's no doubt about it. There's no other food source that you can eat in the sun without worrying about any kind of botulism, salmonella, any kind of sicknesses being spread. Now, I like facts on the show. I was, I was wrong. I said last night because I saw this video this morning, and, and you're right, Dean. I'm about facts and about getting everything right. I made the false assumption that that gentleman, and I call him gentleman, it was really, I, I wanted to put it on basically as a cheap shot to Robin. I wanted to put it together with. Oh, thanks. Why thanks. would That's it go? So because Robin always eats mayonnaise. Is that, you, you've admitted it. I do We've seen love it. mayo on stuff. I wouldn't eat mayo by itself. No, I was joking. Nobody oh. eats mayonnaise out of it. I don't know. Maybe people do. Ugh. Now, I like, I like mayonnaise in the sandwich. It gives it that little tang. Yep. But I would never get a spoon of mayonnaise no. and just eat it. No, that just, even one teaspoon. Even that that just sounds gross, even to me who loves mayo. And I prefer the aioli type mayo, where it's 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 got the olive oil in it. Yeah, it's well, not just olive oil, but it's creamier mm-hmm. and it's more eggy. I don't like the fluffy American mayonnaise that much. Really, Robin? I just this, oh, hey, good just saying for you. Really, Robin? Are you criticizing America? Do you like? I know you don't like Miracle Whip, though. That's fake mayonnaise, right? That will just make me barf like no tomorrow. That tangy crap. It's it to me. Miracle Whip sounds like it tastes like mayonnaise that's already started to go bad. Yeah, what is in Miracle Whip? I have no idea. It's basically a a replacement. But I I don't think you have to. Do you have to refrigerate Miracle Whip? (laughs) I don't know. I've never had it around me long enough to find out. Yeah, and, and, and the reason Robin puts mayonnaise on the fries, because that's what they do in the, in the Netherlands. Right. They put in fries, they don't use ketchup, nope. right? They it's put mayonnaise. their fries, and you could mm-hmm. put, listen, I don't, have a, I don't have a problem with a little bit of mayo on a fry, but you know how many calories are in there? You know how much fat? Do you know there's that no, there's, there's actually, not more ketchup, there's no more fat in ketchup than there is in mayonnaise, there, Robin. It, but the fat that they, that they have in the Dutch mayonnaise, because it's more egg fat, is actually healthier for you than ketchup. Because ketchup, all the calories come from sugar. There is more sugar in ketchup than, I read somewhere, I don't know if this is true, but there's more sugar in ketchup than fruit juice. They add sugar to it. And I, when I go, like yesterday... I'll use the, uh, and I don't know what's in the Chick-fil-A sauce, but I like to put my French fries in the Chick-fil-A sauce, too. It's got that smokiness to it. It's probably got a million calories, but I only eat one. I only need one Chick-fil-A sauce container for an entire order of French fries. Robin opens, like, three of them. Then she gets the mayo and puts it out. And I always say, Rob, you know how many calories that is right there? Wasted, crappy calories? Bad stuff, man. And I never got Miracle Whip. Why would you buy Miracle Whip if you have ketchup? And you know, the real people, the real chefs, make their own mayonnaise. They whip that stuff up. I think Dean whipped up some Miracle Whip last night in his kitchen. <laughs> Fortunately. 
It is, though. The Chick-fil-A sauce. I don't know what they put in it, Robin. I don't even want to know. I never even looked at the ingredients. And the Chick-fil-A sauce? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like a combo of barbecue, mayonnaise, and... There's no mayonnaise because it's not refrigerated. But it's creamy, so... Is it refri- yeah, oh, it, yeah, they refrigerate it. Refrigerate That's right. It. It's not yeah. over in the side where no, you have no. to ask them for it. They take it out of the fridge, it's right? It's like a, a mayo, really mild honey barbecue, sweet barbecue. It's delicious. And dipping fries in ice cream. Is good too. My in in says uh, TJ in TL, high school. Uh, I remember there would be kids that would have uh, the chocolate milkshake, mm-hmm. and they would get an order of fries, and they would dip their French fries in the chocolate shake, which was kind of a weird. I never did that, but I remember I used to dip stuff in Coca Cola when I was a kid. That is weird I, too. I would dip like a grilled cheese sandwich in Coca Cola. Ew! It's not. It's not as bad as you think, Robin. <laughs> it's not as bad as you think. That's just weird. Dipping nuggets and fries in a Wendy's Frosty, Trevor said, amazing. Huh. And fruit juice. I remember when I was a kid, you know what I used to like, and I never knew it was in it? Blend. Remember Blend? I think they still make it. It was like a lemony thing. It was in a can. It was like in a quart can, and then you would puncture a hole in it. Uh Uh-huh. But my mom would get it for me when I was sick. It was called Blend. I think they still make it. Did they have to? It, was it something that you drink straight out of the counter? Or did you have to mix it with water? No, no. You, you just or refrigerate it. Water. Water. You just refrigerate it, or you take it out. You put it over ice. Blend. We have tons of new people, and I want to thank Beef Bag One. I believe I have Beef seen Bag it. One and bar, uh, Guapo Latte. Oh, <laughs> and he wasn't remind- he at the debate the other night when they were in Miami speaking Spanish? I don't know, but he says almost time to join Gary on his final yes. show. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so yeah, we, and, uh, so I'm seeing a lot of new people on here and I thank you so much for And don't forget to follow, follow, follow the show. Follow the show, download for free the app if you don't have it on your phone yet and then follow the show so that you get notifications every time we go live. And then if you have an Amazon Prime account, um, then you can link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account and get a Twitch Prime account for free, which allows you then to have one free subscription per month, and that's them. Hang on. The phone. The phone is ringing, Robin. Let's go to the phones. Let's go to the phones right now. I believe we're ready for the hookup. It's always good when you're waiting for the hookup. Oh, we're waiting patiently. And you know these things, they always say 2.30, 11.30 in the West, 2.30 in the East. And sometimes these, you know, sometimes these segments aren't perfectly timed, especially with Gary. Decades paying into Social Security. Oh, so no, they're in a break they're right now. They're in a break right now, and they're coming back in about. Are they running my Handray Hotel ads still? I don't know. Baseball on KNBR is sponsored by your California. How about those gigantes? Mike, the theme music again, if you would, please. He said, don't hand me no lines <laughs> and keep your hands to yourself. <laughs> he is America's number one sports radio personality. <laughs> and for ending the, for my last show, this is such an honor. We're not just going to our audience. We are going around the world. Spencer, what's the name of that, that thing that Tony's on now that he goes around the world? Twitch. Twitch. Do you listen to Twitch at all, or what is it? No. All right, let's bring in the fabulous Bruno. Tony, how many countries are we in right now? I think we're in uh, all 57 states and I believe 700 continents. There's some of the continents that you may not have seen or gotten to yet, Gary, but trust me, they're out there. And people who have internet, if you have internet, 
You can get the show. You don't need to have the big dishes. You don't need to have any of that stuff, Gar. Well, I just want to tell you, uh, uh, if uh, you know, like in the old days when we'd go out and pick up chicks, I, I want you none of those stories because Alicia is here in studio. Uh, <laughs> Hi, Tony. How are you, Alicia? Congratulate. Do I congratulate Alicia now, or do I feel sorry for her because now she's going to be stuck with Gary at home every day? I got a full time. Johnny, no, I'm recruiting him for drop-off, Tony. Don't worry. I'll, I'll put him to good use. Tony, Alicia and I have been together 23 years. Why the hell do you think I worked the last 15? <laughs> but, but now she, I'm going to find out if she really loves me. You know what I mean? Exactly right, Gary. I'm going to find out when she's looking at me all day long. That's going to be tough. You know, cause before, You'll be put to work. Don't worry. No, she said, oh, especially when we were first dating. He's so dashing. Look at him on TV. Now I'm a semi-battered performer, Tone, you know. Yeah, it happens to all of us. And, you know, I was talking to you the other night, and that battered performer, I got that from you, Gary. And, again, it's not, it's not denouncing anybody, but, you know, when you see people on TV you grow up with or you, you go to a, a concert and it's a performer who's been around forever, and then you look up and you say, wow, that's a battered performer right there. <laughs> no, 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 that's why I'll stay home, I guess. But, but, but you know what's funny about it, Tone, when you said you stole that from me, you're actually the first guy. I know Vern was doing his original material. Uh, <laughs> Vern Glenn and Larry never stole from me. It was really great, you know, so it's good to have you steal a little something. Well, you know, we all have things that we, we take. You know, a lot of the stuff I say, I've heard other people. So it's not, you know, a lot of the things that people think that I made up. It's not. It's just things that I hear and I like and I say them. So I haven't copyrighted anything. I don't have anything on T-shirts yet. But when I do uh, throw my hat in the ring for the nomination... Uh, for the Democratic presidential nomination, get on Thank the next you. debate. I'm going to be out there. By the way, I've already made my pick. I know we don't do t- politics, Gary. Marianne Williamson, she's got my vote. I'm going to go I to... Know, Sa- because, wait, no, she was pretty strong last night, <laughs> Tony. But she, so she doesn't even have 1%. They had too many people on stage. You're watching that last night. Do you agree with the popular wisdom that uh, Kamala Harris stole the show last night? I don't know. I'm, not, I'm, not endor- I, I'm only going to endorse one candidate now. I know it's early. But Marianne Williamson right now, anybody who's into Sedona, patchouli oil, love, (laughs) joy, you know, Uh, peace and love. (laughs) Not since Don Cornelius said love, peace, and soul have I been so inspired by a woman who's just talking about love, everybody loving one another and going out and having a nice sandwich or something and sitting in Sedona and feeling the vortexes, Gary, as you know I love. Oh, my God. No, you know, you can say what you want about Trump, but at least... That was good TV when he was on the debate. <laughs> well, again, I'm not, I'm, I just wanted to try to get a Marianne Williamson joke in, Gary. I'm not breaking down a debate. People don't want to hear that here. <laughs> I know, but you think our audience, they're waiting for Larry to come back and do the second round of next year's draft. Are we going to break down the Giants? Are we breaking down the Giants and the Red Hot A's? And uh, what, are we, what else? Are we got to break well, down some sports, Gary? the Giants. How long are they going to be before they bounce back? It's, it's a shame, but... Uh, Buster, you know, can't hit now, and uh, the whole lineup is uh, is pretty anemic. Your thoughts? Well, you know what happens. We all get. I mean, I, you know, are we going to say Buster Posey is now a battered performer at this stage of his career? I, well, I mean, you, you, if you're in the squad, as you well know, you used to catch. It's hard on your knees. I mean, you, you you had to quit catching and move to first, didn't you? Absolutely. And then I became a DH in the American League because so I can sit on the bench with the manager who doesn't have to make any decisions for nine innings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in fact, that's Pablo Sandoval. I think he's got another year or two if he wanted to uh, uh, to DH. But, yeah, it's a rough go here because, you know, they're used to 40,000 fans. Now, you're based out of Philly now. Bryce Harper, who I was 
you know, driving people nuts. I kept saying, get Bryce Harper, get Bryce Harper. Giants don't have a drawing card. What, what do you think? It, Harper's not, his average isn't that great. He, you know, has some power. Is he worth what they're paying him? Well, you know, you know how we've, we've talked about this over the years, Guy. You know what determines what you're worth? What somebody's willing to pay you. And when you can command all these people throwing money at you, and somebody gives you the highest dollar and you take it. I mean, it's going to happen with Kevin. Is it going to happen with Kevin Durant? Is it going to happen with all these free agents this weekend? Is it going to be about money? Because obviously, you know, the, the Warriors can offer the most. The Sixers can offer uh, Jimmy Butler the most. And so that's when you find out whether it's about the money, whether it's about winning, or whether it's about what the best deal is out there for me and my family. Well, let me ask you. You know what I always laugh, though, Tony? I forgot to get that in. Uh, I'm retiring to spend more time with my family. Well, you're the first person who's actually saying it where it actually means something. No. <laughs> you know, how many people have retired to spend more time with their family, and then a year later they got another job? Now, you're not going to do that, right, Gary? No, but let me tell you this, this Tony. The, the reason it doesn't ring with me is that's why everybody got frustrated me, because I did spend my off time with my family. <laughs> they wanted me here at the TV station <laughs> sitting there saying, we used to be somebody. You know? <laughs> <laughs> now, Gary, I want to give a shout-out to people. Johnny, you know, you call him Johnny the Gout Man. He's Johnny X, Mark now, Foyer. Now, Johnny the Gout Man was his, uh, he used that as his white name. Now he's back more comfortable. He's Johnny X. He'll be on near the end of the show, Tony. Oh, uh, he's a great man. And, I, you know, we, we keep in touch he, on Twitter and Facebook. Great guy. And, you know, he's gone through health issues. And Mark Foyer. Mark Foyer is going through uh, health issues, and he's out there in Half Moon Bay. Yeah, hello to Mark Foyer. I Absolutely. I visited Mark, and uh, I, I, I've been a little slow in my duties because, you know, but Mark, love you, man. Uh, keep doing your thing. Exactly. Yeah, but it is. So they'll be on uh, Johnny the Gout Man, and Howard Cosell from Heaven will be appearing. Let me ask you a question about Durant, Tony. Yes. Is that if, if the Warriors out-and-out out make the best offer. I mean, not even close with the other teams. What is it, 50-something million? Why would he not want to stay here? Go ahead. I don't know. I mean, I don't because, you know, is New York – you know, New York is obviously the big appeal for a lot of these guys, and the Knicks have been terrible, and the Nets are okay. But it's about New York and L.A., it seems. And that's what the – the let's be honest. We talked about this a lot. What does the NBA need to really become dynamic again? The Warriors are great, no doubt about it. But they need the New York team and the L.A. team, the Lakers. Tony, I keep saying that, and then people say, ah, New York's not what it used to be. Like, Zion uh, will make it happen, uh, you, you know, in New Orleans. That kid Moran is going to make it happen uh, uh, in Memphis. That These guys are individual brands, and having to be in New York or L.A. doesn't make you anymore. Well, and unfortunately, that's what the – but, you know, the marketing. Why did, you know, why did LeBron go to the Lakers? You know, he's a big movie producer. He's got a lot of projects out there. He, he wasn't coming to Philly. You know, they go around and do their due diligence. Durant's going to do the same thing. Kawhi's going to do the same thing. I see today that Kawhi says, don't worry, he's, he's going to go out and get wined and dined, like we all do, guy. You've been wined and dined. We've been down there, you know, to get our great – the last time I was there, I was cleaning bird poop off your Bentley down there at Grotto <laughs> number 8. Tony, you know what's funny about that shows you Twitter. I, I, I think you guys might have tweeted about that Tony, as well. Tony, yes. And again, Twitter, and you know, it's part of the game now. We all understand it. Ron Owens walks by here one more time. No, no more. <laughs> so, so, Tony, at least you still last to this day. We were looking at your account, and you're, you were breaking down the Philadelphia Eagles, and you got a few responses. You, you showed yourself wiping, cleaning up the, the bird crap off my Bentley 
Absolutely. You got 2,500 responses. Exactly. Why is that? Because people want to see bird poop on a Bentley down in the uh, down at the Fisherman's Wharf in front of Grotto Number Eight, and grown yeah. men wearing nice clothing wiping the poop <laughs> off Gary's car. Hey, let me do a shout out. You mentioned that to uh, a great <laughs> Mike Giraldi. Uh, uh, he retired from. Uh, from our old stomp. That's the one place that we, we kind of missed. Yes. We would go Great see Mike all the time. Is that right? yeah. I, I, I downgraded them to grotto number eight. I'm sorry, Alicia. It's grotto number, number nine. nine. But that's okay. Johnny, <laughs> you know how I could tell he was uh, getting ready to retire? How? He started charging us. <laughs> <laughs> Not true, Michael. I know you're listening. Mike, I'll never forget. You were the greatest. But then that last thing, I came in. I wouldn't have eaten much if you knew you were going to give us a bill. But no, so that was, that, that was fun, Tony, and all that. I... I'm trying to think of the, all the people, uh, Sam Spears, yep. auto race, or uh, horse racing thing. Ray Woodson. I mean, you know, there's so many great people. Hey, fielding calls, Tony. Hang on. Good. Yeah, Sam did call, and he wanted to say hello to you guys, and, and that's about it. Yeah. Okay. Mike! Well, Mike! I know we got a break. I'm sorry. I had to do that to give Mike one of my favorite uh, all-time uh, comments. You know, Tony, we would get that all the time, too, and they'd say... Tony is so respectful of, of the, the work people here, and all Gary does is yell at him. Mike, I know we're going to break. What the hell is going on? <laughs> I haven't heard that kind of anger since Mike Francesa when the Mets lost yesterday. Yeah, what is he doing? <laughs> Mike Francesa, if I pull a Mike Francesa, Tony, will you promise just shoot me in one leg? I don't want you to kill me, but just, you know, he retired, had a big celebration, all this stuff. And then he came back three months later. What's that about? I don't know. It would be like Boach coming back next year and said, you know, I need to reboot this thing. I think we got a future ahead here. <laughs> Boach, yeah. Very good. <laughs> hey, uh, in the next segment, uh, we'll take a quick break. And then I would, you know, we've had a lot of bits through the years. And again, for the younger people uh, who are hanging around through this, the, Tony Bruno and I, what did we go, Tony? How many years? 17 years, guy. Yeah, you know what's funny? I think it was fifteen. I, and then All right, we'll just add two for you know. It's inflation. We got to we got to account for inflation. Exactly. And then at the end, Tone, I know you're on Twitch. How many countries are we in right now? Uh, Miss Robin is checking now. She's running the horizontal and yeah. vertical portion of the show. Robin wants to say hi to Alicia and Gary too. Say hi, Robin. Hey guys. Yeah. Hey Robin. Hi Robin. We guys we have to get you guys back so we can go out again. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. yeah actually, I'm I'm going to be pulling up the photographs of the Bentley and Tone and Gary being very upset yeah. that there's a couple of spots on it and then Tony volunteering to clean it off. Exactly. <laughs> You know what's sad, That's Robin a good and friend. Tony? My thing has always been a car. Uh, that was my thing to fake it. Or not even fake it, but just to... So, like, Tony, in college, when I was done with my career... And Ratty's Caddy. That's anymore, It was Ratty's Caddy, right? Exactly. I went out and got a Cadillac. Oh, about <laughs> ten years ago when... Uh, geez, uh, Gary's now, uh, you know, late 50s. Can he do it anymore? We don't know. He's on TV. He's blah, 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 blah. I went out and got a Bentley, and all of a sudden, man, he's doing good. So now, I'm, I told I got a Mercedes 560, but if, if people start forgetting or if I see somebody on the street saying, how are you hanging in there? I may go Bentley again, Tone. <laughs> so the Bentley's gone? Yes, about, a, oh, about eight months ago, Alicia said, quit being a jackass. Tony, we have a daughter at NYU. <laughs> I'll downgrade my car. <laughs> no, no, no. Now we are going to get one back. Tony, don't, don't believe her. No, so... So we just went out, but an S560 is good enough, isn't it, Tone? Yeah, it's good enough. I mean, I'm driving a Jeep Cherokee, guy. I'm replacing my own filters, but that's the way the world works, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
No, but you're more of a real outdoorsman. You can do anything. You're a guy that can, like Alicia yells at me, you can't fix anything. Tony, you can fix stuff. You can do it all. You I can I mean? fix, but not as well as Richard the Fixer Perry, your buddy out there at UNLV back in the day when you were playing ball coming out of San Jose and dominating at UNLV. Tony, you know when people talk about cheating and all that's going on now? Uh, I'm telling you, Vegas, back in those days, we really cheated. I mean, it was fantastic. And I, like I said, I've told this many times, but I would have guys on the team look at their report cards and go, hey, man, I didn't even know I had this class. So it was, uh, it was, but I was not in that hot tub. I What's Larry like to say? Well, who was the guy, the name you always mentioned? Richard the Fixer Perry in the hot tub yeah, in no, Vegas. It was in his hot tub, but Marcus Spears, Marcus, uh, there was some, Rory, uh, there was some guy. Well, Marcus Spears is a writer. Marcus Spears is a, is a basketball writer. I don't think he was in the hot tub. Okay. <laughs> hey, we'll take a quick break, and then we'll come back, and we're going to bring in somebody very close to Kim Kardashian. Tony, you familiar with this? Ray J? Uh, <laughs> not that, not that close. When you say, "How did you make it?" You know, I laid next to Ray J. You know, it's just terrible, isn't it? Actually, no, it's pretty great for her. I mean, look at the—we all should be as uh, downtrodden as uh, Kim Kardashian. Okay, let me ask you this: if, if I said lay next to Ray J and I'll film it, and you'll be a billionaire, would you do it? Absolutely. Okay, we'll take a quick break. Again, still on the uh, head, we're going to have uh, Kate Scott jump in for a few minutes. Raj Masai will come on so I can want to hear me say he's the best anchor in the market. Pam Moore for a couple of uh, minutes. Mr. Salvador, who Tony, Ralph, and I built this dump. And uh, <laughs> we'll go with, with some of our favorite callers as uh, well. But that's all coming up with the fabulous Bruno and the, the one man who said, Kardashian, put your clothes back on. I'm not interested. On, you like that, Tony? I love that guy. Oh, Tony's talking to the Twitch audience now. <laughs> Around the world on these sports leaders. One last time, we hear... Nobody cares. Where'd you grow up, punk? You know all the cheeses? Oh, my, stick it up your frickin' ass. Who does that? <laughs> Who has time? <laughs> As we say goodbye to the fabulous Gary Radnich on KNBR 680, the sports leader. As a small business All right, so they're going to go to a break, yes. and we're going to keep it right here, as they like to say on that. So we're having a lot of fun. Come back for one more segment with Gary, just reliving a lot of good times. There's a lot of fun, Robin. It the, is. The now, I, now, Robin has been on, if you're on, watching us on Twitch, Robin has put it. She's pulled up a lot of the photos from our fun times in San Francisco with Gary and the whole gang. Uh, my buddy, Mr. Julio Tempesta, my brother, we used to go to his restaurant. That's gone. Gary's gone. I'm gone. Where By did everybody way, I, go? I have to apologize for uh, Gary's volume being a little bit lower. Don't know exactly what, but when I try to bring it up, it immediately goes to the echo, which wasn't happening yeah, on previous I, I don't know. Day, yeah, so. we're trying to keep it really clean and keep it real, keep it raw, and most importantly, keep it continue. The same thing. So Gary's going to come back in a moment. We're going to keep talking. We're on Twitch TV. Robin's posting pictures. Now, are they still on, uh, on, on TV in the Bay Area, too, with the Richard Zinn? I haven't heard from Richard Zinn. I thought, is he still involved out there in NBC Sports Bay Area, NBC Sports California? I'm assuming. Because but... Gary was doing, when I would do the show, I had a studio in the house in Venice. Yes. And I would go on with Gary every day now, on TV and radio. Tony, I'm going to keep... This, the, I have to keep it Winning? in the background every now and then. No, so I know, so you know. Okay. I know when they're going. I know we're going to break, Robin. 
<laughs> We're not going to break. They're going to break. What's the matter with you? We don't have breaks. Although we should, at this moment, uh, do a little housekeeping since we we, Wait, we can pretend something? we can pretend that we're on a commercial break. Which well, we're going to continue know. to talk to our audience yes. out there. We'll be so, back with Gary um, Radnitz soon. I know that we have tons and tons of new people on here. Again, uh, the 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 Twitch app is free to download whether it's on your computer or on your phone. So download the app. Make sure that you at least, no matter what else, follow. The Bruno Nation Live channel, so that you will then get updates whenever Tony goes live. Exactly right. We're going to so go live again little, tonight, Friday little, night, day night, that's double right. header. We are going to go into the night, just like old times, and it's a uh, so so. Click on the little purple heart, mm-hmm. um, and uh, that way you will get all the updates. You can subscribe if you would like through your Amazon Prime account for free. Um, if you have an Amazon Prime account, because like who doesn't? Exactly. Then you. Um, Link your Amazon Prime to Twitch by clicking the red button in our info page. It'll immediately take you through the steps to do that. And then once you are a Twitch Prime member, you get one free subscription to any channel of your choice. For an entire month. For an entire month. And then you don't have to auto-renew. You can, but... Well, yeah, they give you a month at a time where you can subscribe for multiple months. Right, and so, but you get it free every single month. It's not exactly. just one month that you get for free. Every month, but it's not—they don't call you and bug you. I mean, no. if you do one month at a time, at the end of the month, you got to go back on and renew. Just some stuff you never heard. Uh, and whenever I can say something you haven't heard after all these years, that's a bonus. But uh, we do have the fabulous Bruno, Tony. Uh, real quick, you should see the text line coming in. What do you got, Alicia? Gary and Tony Bruno, great stuff. Yeah. Flashback Central with Gary and Tony Bruno, great stuff. And Tony, maybe Tony can put your Christmas lights up this year. Yeah, Tony, Tony, you want to come visit us in December? Absolutely, yes. <laughs> we were actually there last. <laughs> we were there. You out. We were actually there last holiday season to see Robin's mom in Menlo Park, and okay. then she went up. And we saw that we we didn't get to see John Hanlery. But we didn't get into the city. But we were in Menlo Park and down there, you know, in Atherton. We were. Tony, can I yes. tell you what? I could always tell if you were spending the night at John Hanley. All of a sudden, he became uh, George Clooney. You know what I mean? No, no, no. Because you know, we the the, the Beta Breakers. One of our Thank producer you. Luigi was out there. He ran in the Beta Breakers with Robin's mom. And I was wondering whether you were still emceeing the Beta Breakers, because you were the official MC for how many years? Geez, Tony, I hate to, I hate to tell you, no. I did the Beta Breakers for ten years on TV. But when I actually had to go out there, no, that, that was the bridge-to-bridge run. Oh, okay. Not the bridge-to-bridge, the bridge-to-bridge. No, the bridge-to-breakers, I would have had to stay longer. The bridge-to-bridge, <laughs> I said, four, three, two, one, and I was home in five minutes. So that was it. <laughs> hey, so I just opened a gift there. I want to give a shout-out to Brian Murphy and Paul McCaffrey, all right? Is and that, Brian, Merkin, is that Murph and Mac? Murph and Mac, yeah. those guys? Yeah, they left. We just opened it. They left a nice gift with uh, a microphone, and it says, "What are you driving?" Okay, <laughs> with uh, Legends of Art. But what do you remember? Tony, you weren't a part of when I, when I first started. I was so fascinated that somebody would drive a car uh, with uh, you know the rims falling off, but they had a cell phone. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So, no, I, I remember. I remember those days, Gary. Yeah, so that was the bit. What are you driving? What are you driving? But anyway, the text line has has been uh, uh, been jumping. So it's nice to know somebody uh, you know remembers. But I got to bring in a guy, Tony. If we said this is in our top two or three bits that we did together, would you consider Kardashian right up there? Oh, absolutely, Gary. I mean, when you go over fifteen, seventeen, whatever it was, years. 
Yeah. It's pretty hard to break it down to one, two, three. In fact, we may have to put together a catalog and have like <laughs> have like the best ever bits and then oh, sell it man. and then sell it, you know, and put it on C D, put it in a book, yeah. put it on D V D, put it on PBS so we can have people break during the middle of it and come back and then yeah. subscribe and keep coming on to the Twitch channel here at Twitch TV. Twitch.tv, Bruno Nation Live, by the way, Gary. That's where I'm on every day if people want to subscribe. You don't even have to pay to join it. You just watch it every day. We're on every day, one to four. And you got to come back on the show later, Gary, when you calm down and you get your feet back on the ground. Because Robin says, you should ask Gary if he's going to do a podcast with you. He said, let the guy guy retire. In fact, Tone, hang on a second. We got Spencer for a quick review. He knows his father. Spence, do you think your dad will ever appear on Twitch TV? No. Oh, well, that's Spencer, but no, don't. Well, Spencer, wait a minute. All the, Twitch, everybody, all the kids are on Twitch. It was the original gaming app. That's where the guy Ninja plays Fortnite I on there. I know Spence. Do you play? Do you, you hear what Tony said? No. Yeah. And you, you, you don't use Twitch then? No. All right, all right. Well, anyway. That's bad knowledge right there, Gary. You know, I said earlier before we came on, we have yeah. good knowledge to begin with. Then it became <laughs> great knowledge. And then yes. we took it all the way up to number 11 with phenomenal knowledge. <laughs> Very, and, and here's a guy with phenomenal, one of the greatest bits we've ever had. And we would ask him, and this went on for like two years, and we'd ask if Kim Kardashian, not, and this, in fact, it's so long ago, Ray was not married. But we would ask this gentleman, <laughs> if Kim Kardashian knocked on your door at midnight and said, you're alone, I'm alone, can I come in? Tony, you know what he said? Yep, he said no. Yes. No, he said... Get out! The, the Get son out! Yeah. of the mom who used to run Lorimar Pictures and Dallas, and one of the all-time nighttime favorites here, people still ask me about, the great the Ray great, Woodson. The great Ray. Ray Woodson. Gary, I'd still say no. No, you <laughs> Let's get this cleared up. Ray. Uh, by the way, Alicia's here... And Hello, she, Ray. She's finally stopped sweating from your your wedding, Ray. <laughs> hey, I'm still sweating. Jeez, I know Alicia gets mad when I say it. I swear to God, I kissed her at the wedding. I thought it was Patrick Ewing. You yeah, know what I mean? it was a hot day, but a beautiful day, Ray. <laughs> Thank you for having us. Uh, I should have gotten some Arizona misters. Oh, uh, Tony, it was 105 at Ray's wedding. But it was a dry heat, Gary. It's Arizona. Did you go to Sedona and see Marianne Williamson at least up there? Yeah. So I got up to speak. I'll never forget Marianne Williamson, the presidential candidate at 1%. I'll never forget. I'm up there talking to Ray saying, yeah. Ray, I remember you had me speak at the wedding, and I'm looking out at our friend who's doing a real great job, the great Dan Dibley. Mm-hmm. Yes. And Dan is, I could just see him in his eyes. I've heard all that crap before. It was not, you know yeah. what I mean? Dan, Tony, yeah, Dan was not responding. At 105. Oh, great. How are you doing, Ray, though, real quick? The temperature keeps going up every time you see it. It's going to reach the boiling point of water by the time you're done with it. Yeah. Well, Uh, let me just – I'll get ready quick. I'm about to to, uh, go back to local here and and leave Twitch myself. But, Ray, always, you know, thought the world of you. Great guy, great class, great knowledge. What did I tell you all the time? If you'd only screamed a little more. (laughs) I know. I know. Uh, you know, it, it's okay. I still have my voice. No, no, you got it right. You left at the right time, believe me. You know, it's just uh, you just left at the right time. How would you like to be on after a giant game now? 
Yeah, uh, yeah I, I'm, I'm good uh, here in Arizona enjoying family money. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Tony, your last chance to talk to a guy whose mother told Patrick Duffy, taught him how to swim for Aquam, the original. It was the original Aquaman with Patrick Duffy, right? Exactly. I believe you're right. Yeah. And, and, and Ray knew Larry Hagman. Remember that? You couldn't talk to Larry Hagman on Tuesday, Ray. Was that it? There was, in his Buddhist beliefs, what, he would not talk on uh, one day a week. Uh, he was a complex man, Gary. Uh, <laughs> my mom would just say, oh, he's a piece of work. Yeah. But she works with him, you know. Bruno, how you doing? I'm good, but I don't have family money, Ray, so I'm not in Arizona. I'm stuck in a basement in <laughs> South Philadelphia on the street yeah. I grew up on. Hey, hey, Ray, let me say it. Talk about family money. He's around the corner from Charles Barkley in Paradise, Arizona. Beautiful. Is he really? Yeah. Yes. Ray, yeah, rub it in and then say goodbye to Tony. Well, Ray, good to hear your voice again, man. Good to hear your voice. Good to, good to hear you, too. That was the most fun I ever had on radio. It was out of control, and that's what made it great. Yeah, well, we, we, loved, we loved it, Ray. Hey, no offense with all that family money. Next time I talk to you, get a GD phone that's better. We'll see you, Ray. <laughs> okay. Take care, Gary. The great good Ray Woodson. You. And, Tony, I want to thank you. Uh, people wanted to hear you again. And that was great, man. No, I, I'm, I'm honored to have been on with you all these great years. You're a legend in the Bay Area. I know you, especially when you went up and picked up your Bay Area Sports Hall of Fame awards and all oh, the I placards. No, right. no, that's that's the joke. I mean, when you sent uh, <laughs> when you sent Patrick, people out to pick out the, you know, I'm the same way. Yeah, I actually Patrick did pick picked yeah. it up for two hundred dollars. <laughs> I had to give Patrick two hundred dollars in cab fare. Tony, the best one, the best one of all. Some guy texted and said, will you be paying Patrick $200 to come in and do your last show? <laughs> he wanted 250 and Gary said, no, that's enough. That's, the great, that's, that's my favorite line of all time, Gary, your Frank Sinatra line. What's the Frank Sinatra line? Frank Sinatra once saved my life. Uh, Shecky Green says, Frank Sinatra once uh, saved my life. He told the, guy who, uh, told the guy who was beating me up. That's enough. So <laughs> Tony, I love you. You still sound great. And uh, you're number one, baby, when it comes to this uh, medium. Well, thank you, you Gary. You've still got your pride. Nobody shoves you around, and you're fantastic. Well, thank you, Gary. Love and love to Alicia and the kids. And tell your son to get on Twitch today, or else yeah. I'm never coming back out there and putting up the Christmas decorations this fall. Will do, Tony, right <laughs> yeah. away. One last time. Will you be on Twitch Maybe. All right. Thank you, Tony. Talk to you. Goodbye. All right. Talk to you. All right. Take care. That's a fabulous Bruno. Now I love Tony, and he was he was great. That was uh, so many people wanted us to do shows, and we'll we'll, we'll see. Oh, there it is. So there, there you awesome. have it, ladies and gentlemen. And see how fast a half hour goes. We do that every day. That was fantastic. Every day, and you can tell it's well prepared. It's uh, well thought out. <laughs> the best part is when I would do it from everywhere in the world. Oh, I know. I do it from my mom's house when I was on a roof fixing stuff. Did you ever do it from Sicily when you were over there? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember now. I doubt it because the time difference and all that other stuff. Yeah, maybe difficult to. But I, I know that uh, when I was working with you uh, on Into the Night uh, before the Gary segment stopped. We did it from from Disneyland. Yeah, we did it from Disney World. From, we did it from everywhere. I think you did it from top of the the highest point in Arizona. Correct, up at the the what do you call it? The San Francisco Peaks. Yeah, up there in in Flagstaff, all the way up at the top mm -hmm. of Flagstaff. 
which and is awesome. For whatever reason, Gary just thought it was hysterical whenever you would do it around. And and then and then I remember at Disneyland, we were standing in line for what are those? The Dole Whips. The Dole Whip. The Dole Pineapple, pineapple Whips. Pineapple Whip. And you, there were people in line that knew who you were. So right. then, because they were from the Bay Area as well. Yep. And they were so excited. And then you put. The girl. On yeah, the I was phone. doing. Uh, so I'm standing in line for a pineapple Dole Whip, in and anybody's Florida, been to Disney. This was not in. It wasn't in the California Disney. It was in it's Disney in Florida. World. It, Disney World in yeah. Florida. And the California. I mean the the, the pineapple Dole oh, Whips. So How delicious. great are those? <laughs> and there's a long. They had to make a bigger stand. You know, there used to be a small place, yep. and then they made they're a so gigantic popular. one because it's so pot. Now they're doing alcohol pineapple Dole Whips. Nah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So some rum. Pineapple Dole Whip with rum—that would be fantastic. No, they have all kinds of stuff at the pineapple. But anyway, Dole. that's so. The- anyway, so we—I would do it. I would hand the phone off. I would interview. I would do interview people standing in line for a pineapple Dole Whip at Disney. We did it at golf courses, Super Bowls, Final Fours, wherever we were, vacations, even like we were in the British Virgin Islands. I would call in and check in with Gary. Thank you, NorCal Boxing fan, for the bits and Sparkplug TV. Tony, if I'm Kim Kardashian. No, excuse me. Rephrase. Tony, if Kim Kardashian comes a-knocking, do you answer the door? Hell yeah. Really? Still? Yes. Even after you know where she's... That, that's like... that's like. Hey, that's why, that's why God created the uh, double bagging. No, it's it's not like food that has the five-second rule. There is no five-second rule with Listen, Kim Kardashian. Listen, she's clean. I mean, just because she had a, a past, we've all had pasts. Uh, Some yeah, of us live true. in the past. Kim Kardashian comes knocking on the door. You're damn right. I hear you. Who's, whoever says no. They lie. They're lying. They lie. If Kim Kardashian came to the door and you answered it, Robin, I'm going to put you on the hot seat now. Mm, no. <laughs> well, Not even for okay. me? You know. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to... See, here's the problem. What? I think it's different for a lot of women. Women have to have that emotional connection first. No, nah, not if they have a couple cocktails no, and everything's loosey no. goosey. So, so, like, if I if I don't feel like, so I'd have to talk to her. And I, from what I've seen, I don't think it's a good. She's a very good conversationalist. Come on, Robin. what's the matter with you? Uh, you know, but hey. Let's just say I wouldn't, I wouldn't slam the door in her face right away. What's the matter with you? For you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you would have to do? I'd have to get you ready with like... Order the jalapeno burger. I'd order you an jalapeno burger. A chicken fried steak sandwich. Yep. A chili cheese dog with extra onions. <laughs> French fries. Tater tots, washed it down with one beer, <laughs> two beers, yep. three beers, uh-huh. a shot of whiskey, <laughs> a margarita, <laughs> and a bloody Mary. Then I'd vomit and say, yeah, let's go. Yeah, no, I was going to say, all that food is not conducive to anything. What? Exactly. So that was a lot of fun. I hope everybody enjoyed it like we did. Don Juan 720, I wouldn't kick crackers out of the bed for eating her. (laughs) Yeah. Come on. (sighs) Anyway, we have open lines, and we have another hour of action. And then don't forget, because you've been so good to us, 
and you've telling your friend, you've told your friends to follow us and all the other good stuff and watch us on twitch.tv. We're trying to build a new empire here. And it takes help. We're not asking you for, you know, we're not political candidates asking you we have to have $65,000 or we don't get on the debate stage stuff. We don't ask you for anything. Ladies and gentlemen, we have breaking news. We have breaking news? We have breaking news. We have broken the 500... follower mark? The 500 cherry. Exactly. So there we are. Our cherry is... It's about pop. damn time. As LeBron James once said. It's about damn time. Thank you. So now we have to start it over. We're not going over. We're not going off until we get to 1,000 followers by today. <laughs> All those people in San Francisco, just the people standing in, in, in Union Square alone who are big Gary and Tony fans, if they just all grab the personal electronic device, make sure you don't touch any uh, hypodermic needles or any other substances nearby, and do it as safely as possible, you got to do it. You got to do it. Follow, follow, follow. We have uh, TV's band dad started following us. Thank you so much. TV's band dad? TV, TV like not TV. Uh-huh. But television? TV, television's band dad. Uh, we have NorCal. Did you go to band camp that one summer? Tris Money, NorCal boxing fan, BD Thrill, KBRI96, Sparkplug TV. Um, A lot of great new yeah. followers, and we appreciate everybody checking us out every day. And this is what we do now. We're in the wine cellar in South Philadelphia on the street I grew up on. Who said you can't go home again? By, by, no, this is Pibular. Pibular. Not tubular. Cougnut. We have, and we have more phone calls. One moment. Let's go to the phones. 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669. It's the Friday free-for-all. Keeping you up to date. We got to get the uh, soccer game on. The women are in action today. And when we have women action... We always get it on. USA and France, big quarterfinal matchup. It's underway, Robin. Can you do me a favor, please? Right behind you before we go back to the phones. I want to get that stinking local TV radio show on where they do nothing but NBA talk. Let's get some soccer action in here. Absolutely. And we have somebody on the line that you probably will recognize the voice of, the fabulous Mike who used to call in all the time. Mike! Oh, no, not Mike Holler. Not Mike the producer of Gary Radnich, who used to get yelled at and still is all the time, except this is the last day he'll get yelled at. What's going on, Mike? Tony, Mike, uh, it's a, I'm a long-time listener from uh, years ago when you were on uh, WIP. I was actually, I, I spoke to you about this years ago over on Into the Night. I was, you were the uh, one person that actually, uh, I'm a blind person, and you, you came to a place called the Variety Club Camp, and for those of you that, that need the Variety Club Camp, uh, knowledge. It's a camp up in Worcester, right. outside of King of Prussia. And you came to the Variety Club camp with the helicopter from when you worked with New Jersey 101.5. And you were the one person when I was a blind kid that actually brought me up into the chopper. And, you know, I was able to feel around the helicopter and all that kind of stuff. Well, that was fun. I mean, it was an honor. And, you know, that's why the Variety Club camps and all the camps where people are handicapped or can't see or some people can't hear. I, I always love going up there. And, 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 my, and my helicopter pilot, you know, great guy. We flew around all the time. I got a lot. I, I spent a year in a helicopter flying around with him, whether it was to camps in the summertime or as he dressed up as Santa Claus to come out of the helicopter. The Mike Ciccone, he is a former military guy, great, uh, great pilot, 
great how he actually taught me how to fly a Bell Jet Ranger a couple of times when we went okay. up to uh, we got to fly up to uh, to Pocono Raceway and land in the infield before one of the big races up there. So I've had a, an unbelievable career, and, and it was an honor coming up to the Variety Club camp. I love doing that stuff for all the people. That was great stuff. I I, I really uh, and I really admit it's funny. I, I being blind, I was one of the only blind kids up there, and I was. It's funny looking back on it because when I would go to the camp there. I'm I'm ready to walk to the pool and all this stuff, and everybody's like, "You gotta wait, you gotta wait." We got this so and so in a wheelchair. I'm like, oh, "Really?" You know, because I can walk around pretty well. Um, I plan on coming home. I'm up in. Uh, I've lived here for, for about a year and a half now. I'm I'm living up in Shimokin, which is about I don't know half out outside of Sunbury. Yeah, I know where Shimokin is. Absolutely, I've not I haven't been there, but I know where it is. Yeah, well, I plan on coming home to visit probably. I don't know, maybe the week after the fourth or so. Uh, now, I, get, I have a couple questions. Now, Now, being blind, when I listen to the show on my iPhone, what is that uh, that beep sound I hear? That bling, bling? Is that a text? No, that's, what, that's one, one of our, that's one of our uh, Twitch fans or followers uh, uh, throws some bits at us. So it's like a tip jar. So whenever somebody tips us bits... We hear that, and then we thank the person so we can see that they've done it, and we have a little tip jar, and that's how we're working here. We're like basically like a piano bar. Robin, it's on regular right. Fox. It's not on the net. I know. The- I'm, I'm going through there, too. So. Robin can't find a damn soccer game. It's an outrage. Well, we'll, yeah, we'll get it on to, here in a I, second. I, always, I, I get fascinated because when I, I envision the, uh, when I listen to the show, I, I kind of picture in my mind different stuff, like when you guys were sweating it out last week at, in the wine cellar. Yes, it was hot. We got the air conditioned now. Oh. It was hot. We were in we were in pajamas and it was yeah, we we're sweating we were, down here. We were schwitzing. Up yes, a we store. were. No, but it's nice and cool now. We got the window, my ninety-eight dollar shoprite window air conditioner in. And uh it's on regular Fox, Fox twenty nine, Robin. Wow. And so that's so, uh, no, we, we we you know what it is? We just have fun. That's awesome. And and it's funny, when I found the show, uh I guess it was a few months ago. I happened to figure out. See, I didn't know about this whole Twitch thing. When I when I went to the app, I had a sighted person help me get into it. Uh, so when I heard the show a few months ago, and you did the, you did that bit with uh, Harry at uh, what was it, the Sunshine or the Sun? What was the name of that bar? Moonshine. Uh, Harry Moon, Moonshine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Moonshine. Um, that was a great show you did with Harry uh, that day. I was really amazed. Uh, you know, it was right after his, when he left the fanatic. And that was funny because I didn't know what happened then, and I'm like, what, what, what happened with Harry? And then I, one day I was up late and having a couple of beers, and I thought, let me check in to see, let's see what my boy Tony Bruno's up to. And I, I look, and there you were. Sure enough, the episode was there. Um, question, what happened to our boy J.T. Brett? J.T.'s living in Las Vegas. He's still involved with the Raiders. Okay. And, uh, you know, okay. his, his radio stuff stopped, and he, but he's, he's lived in Vegas. He does a lot of stuff in Las Vegas. And we stay in touch, and he's one of my good friends and a great broadcaster. And yeah. So now he's doing his own thing as well. And we got to run because i got to get uh, up to date on all the other stuff going on right now. But it was great to talk to you again, man. And JT's doing, it all, he's, he's doing a podcast out there from Las Vegas. I don't, uh, Is he? Yeah, okay. so if you could have somebody – I don't know exactly how to get – I'm sure if you go to Apple and all the uh, podcasting locations, you can find him if you want him. Thank you so okay, much. Okay, great. May, may I check in tonight? All right. Thanks a lot, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, Tony. All right, US, USA is already up one nothing, Robin. While Robin was trying to find the channel, 
This is on Maine Fox. And Megan Rapino now is down. She's down to one knee, and it's not even the national anthem play. Sorry, I had to do that. So, yes, we are, we are, and I think I... So it's 10 o'clock tonight, so into the night, the actual time when we did it from Los Angeles. Correct. We, we would be on 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific time, but that was 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. here in the East. So, so JT's on the Apple podcast, and he's doing a show with uh, Tom Looney, our good friend Tom no. Looney. Yeah, and those guys Fantastic. work together, and so that's awesome. And I figured they would hook up on a podcast, and that's perfect. So JT the Brick and Looney doing an Apple podcast. Beautiful. So the USA is already up. I didn't even see who scored, but 1-0. They're in the 15th minute now in the first half of the quarterfinals in France, which is, I believe, near Paris. Now, we, um, we, I, I know that most of the people, which is totally understandable, don't blame them at all, that turned in brand new today yep. because they were hearing it through uh, Gary's show. On KNBR 680. Yeah, a lot of them have dropped off again because they want to finish exactly. listening again. Exactly. Totally is understandable. Totally understandable. I absolutely get it. But I, I really want to reiterate how much we love seeing all these new faces. Yes. And, um, That's what they say in the industry. It's always good to look for new faces, Robin. And I, I have a feeling that Gary would not be opposed to popping on every now and then just over the phone. No, I, I agree, and I think that's, that'd be fun. Because, you know, for him, it's not like it's going to have to go to work every day. He can now do it from... Do they have a pool? That's one thing. You didn't ask them if they have a pool, because you would absolutely volunteer to go skim I'd go pool. skim the pool. <laughs> I mean, I did shows from the pools in Sonoma, yes. whether it was... Um, Julio Tempesta's house up in Sonoma, it is, California. It is one of your favorite. I am wherever to do. I go to somebody's house and they have a pool, unless it's one of those little like kiddie pools. I'm not cleaning no damn kiddie pools. But if it's an in-ground pool and you got a good skimmer, my son's place in Maryland, there's just something therapeutic. I you it's for me weird about, that about how much clean, you love doing that. Cleaning the pool and having you know that everything just spotless, and then I see that one damn little leaf fall in, or one bug hit the water, and I go apoplectic. Op- Skimmer. Oh, Yes. We should have that. I mean, we can see that's the great thing about doing this show. It's a work in progress. Yeah, we can have Harry and Aton on once a week. Maybe have Josh Innes pop on once a week. Gary. And just make it a fun type of situation in the situation room without even Wolf Blitzer being involved in any way, shape, or form. Meanwhile, meanwhile, let's get back to the phones. Yes. 215-462-TONY, 215-462-8669. We got to do this this update while we're waiting for the phones to start uh, percolating again. You know, I'm a big horsey guy, horse racing. A lot of people are upset because Santa Anita has lost 30 horses. Mm -hmm. They will, will, though, still host the, uh, the Breeders' Cup in the fall where they bring in the top horses for the races every year, the right. Breeders' Cup in Santa Anita, which is, to me, still stunningly one of the most beautiful race courses in America. We've been up there at Santa Anita, Robin. The backdrop oh, of the it's, mountains. it's gorgeous. It's an absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous place gorgeous. in Arcadia, California. And they're having problems there, and a lot of people are calling for it to shut. Now, the meet is over, so that's what was going on whenever they have a meet. But there's still horses that train there every day, even though there's no racing right now. The, the card is over. Mm-hmm. And the, what they're doing... 
is this is where they're trying to figure out what's going on in the paddocks with the trainers and all these other things. But while people are focusing on horse racing in this country, yeah. I believe there should, there should be something going on in this country which is huge elsewhere, primarily in one country. But why not here, Robin? And I'm not about animal abuse. I don't think these animals are being abused. We were watching a story on it last night because, as you know, I'm a huge Science Channel guy. Yes. And I was watching the Science Channel show called What on Earth? What on Earth? Now, first, before we do that, we yes. have to. I have to show you. Well, I can't. Actually, I can't show you that. Um, we What on Earth gives you the satellite images, and from the top of the satellite, Google Earth, you could see that there was some kind of a track in the middle of the desert. Right. In Egypt. Was it Egypt or Dubai? No, it was, it was in the, uh, I think it was the, the United a- Arab, 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 UAE. Yeah, UAE. UAE. Um, in the United Arab Emirates. And then when you zoomed in a little bit, you could see that there were... Like roads. Like concrete in a big, big circle with arrows on it. So Everybody's first, thinking it was a racetrack. Right. And they have all the luxury cars out there in Dubai. Right. I mean, these people are, there's, there's probably more millionaires and billionaires in Dubai than any place on earth. And what do billionaires always have? Fancy cars. And I'm not talking about Benzes. I'm talking about Lamborghinis. But here's the, here's the dealio. If you drive your big fancy car, the police over there also have... They have Lambos. Yep, and they're not trying to Bugattis. catch you with a Ford Fiesta. No, they, they got super right. jacked up, seven hundred horsepower uh, Lambos, uh, McLarens, you and, name it. And so, a couple of people, the couple of the scientists were like, when they first saw, they were like, "Well, maybe this is a place where all these rich folks can drive their their really fast cars without getting in trouble." No, because... Are we going to do the uh, car story first before we do the uh, horse racing uh, comparison story? We should, actually. That would be a better segue, wouldn't it? Well, it's cars, horses, animals. We're all about that stuff. I'm all about that. But let's do the car one, though. Because you and I, when we were in Arizona about nine years ago, we were up in Flagstaff area, and it's beautiful. You know, you go up above the the, the, uh, tree line, and then it's all... uh, what are all the trees when you get up to above a certain altitude? Aspens. Aspens. You can see it. The trees change. They go from pine trees. The pine trees continue, but the aspens, the beautiful white aspens. No, they're the birches, I think. They're not aspens, Robin. I think they're white birch. Okay. I thought they were, oh, well, whatever. They kind they're of beautiful. Look, they, yeah. they, they look very And you similar. go up and you see, and all of a sudden, the, the trees change because you're going up to altitude, and it gets cooler up there. So Robin and I are driving up there. We're pulling over. It's a beautiful day. The, the scenery's amazing. And then all of a sudden, we hear these humming noises. I mean, loud noises. Did we think they were UFOs? I mean, it sounded like it was a jet plane that was coming in our direction. And then all of a sudden, (sighs) as we're sitting there, it got louder and louder. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.